Well, here we are again. Welcome to another quarantine cast with uh, Brian Cody and Craig. Uh, yeah, he, Craig, he showed up. We started. Man, we, we started without you, Cody. I, I've been I've been refreshing the page for like ten minutes. I, I didn't. Oh, see that's not true. Because it, it was is? it was eight fifty five when I went to get my beer and go to the bathroom, and you were not here. I was. I have been here for literally more than ten minutes. Craig, I refreshed like twice. Went to the bathroom, no, no. came back in. I it said like you're in the waiting room. I didn't see you guys. I'll believe. I'll believe Cody. That's fine. What I'm Will disappointed you? about. What I'm disappointed about is that preview screen. We can't see each other during it. You and I had a plan, Noonan, to make fun of Cody for not being here. And then as soon as yeah. we start live, there he is. There I'm he so is. Disappointed. You a minute? I texted you as soon as I saw the countdown start because I was like, "Did you guys not see me? You can look at it. It's like two minutes ago." We well, like, saw an empty no, chair. We saw your Hold empty on. room. I saw you leave your room at like one minute to to eight. I saw you yeah. leave. I did. You... It wasn't working, and I was like, "Well, I'll go in the next room and grab a drink or whatever." But hold on, wait. Maybe I didn't understand the point before. Are you saying that we saw this chair, but you were in it, but we couldn't see you, and that's what you were trying that's... to refresh, Cody? That's wow. the scariest thing ever. Are you like Vision? Right. Well, Vision's dead. Which one? You haven't watched WandaVision, have you? I not. I haven't seen. I've yes, all the episodes. Uh, and you might not have seen the most recent one, then Noonan. Uh, I saw Friday nights. Friday of last week was that episode three, four. Where are we at? Uh, what was it? The interruption episode. The, Pardon the, the interruption. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No. That that I think it said that. Well, we're still gonna figure it out. I think. Yeah. He, there's I a lot going on. Yeah. If you're if you're a fan of the Marvel Universe, Cody, are you a fan of the Marvel Universe? Thank you, John. I thought it was nice. Poor too. Uh, yeah, who isn't a fan of the Marvel Universe? Communists? Just kidding. Communists. They, they actually edit whatever China wants them to. So yeah. everyone likes Marvel. Who Marvel? Marvel? China edits the Marvel Universe? Wait, you didn't know this? No, I have no I idea if this is accurate. I'm I don't believe. Yeah. South Park did an entire episode on it. Literally, like Marvel Studios has to run cuts by the Chinese government. Oh, no, no, hold on. They're allowed to release stuff in China and they'll read that part. The entire... That's not the same part. Everybody yeah, does that's that. Not... not just Marvel. Every China does that to everybody. They've cut things out. There was that movie, oh, yeah. the, the Kim Jong un movie or Kim Jong il, whoever it was. Conversation. No, not the conversation. Well, I, I, I know what, what you mean. Was Seth Rogen and. Uh... Yeah. That that didn't play in North Korea, of course, and I think it got heavily edited in China. Yeah, I'm they do right. that all the time. I'm still right. Marvel, like Disney, does like specific. They even like shoot extra scenes, so they right. have. Right, but here they don't. Here they don't. China doesn't have any control over what we see here, as far as the also, Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, I didn't oh. say they did. Was, no, know. hold hold on. Your That's specificity. It. Your specificity. I'm shutting this down. <laughs> shutting specific. this whole thing down. We're starting over. This is We're, crazy. All right, it's crazy now. Count it down. No, forget. Oh, okay. All right, Cody's not here yet, Craig. Can oh, I, there he is. Can I, can I say something real quick? You ruined uh, this drink for me right before the show too, Noonan. Yeah, what are you drinking there, Craig? I'm I'm drinking a, a Sol Mezcal with the Clamato, and you told me what Clamato is for the first time, and this is a lot like when I found out what a Caesar salad has in it, and now I don't eat those anymore. They don't, don't all I, have anchovies. Are most, you sure? Most Caesar salads do not have anchovies. Even in the dressing? Correct. Okay. All right. Then maybe I'll go back to the Caesar salad. Betty told me what Caesar salads were made out of, and I stopped eating them. And this is yes. going to be my last Clamato. I don't eat things from the ocean. I don't do it. Not know, how did you not know what Clamato was? I just I mean, thought they made up a look word. It up? I it thought they made clam, up a word, Noonan. It has clam in the name. Th that's what I said to him, Cody. Right. You're absolutely right. It has uh, clam in the name. And there's a, there's a picture that I'm pretty sure is a... Is, is that a clam? Yeah, I think so. 
Well, I, I see something spread one. open, but that's horrifying. Horrifying. <laughs> but this is going to be the last one now that I know that really? there's actually planned. Yeah. I don't eat anything from the ocean. My wife Why? likes to kid that I grew up across the street from the ocean and I'm friends with all the fish. Like I, as a little kid, I became friends with fish. So that's why I don't eat them. I think they're gross. I think eating from the ocean is gross. I've peed wow. in it a lot of times, Noonan. So I've the peed fish. in the ocean very so many times. Very hard to do. Yeah, but they, in the they ocean? Don't, yeah. you don't cook the ocean food in urine. I, I don't know what you're saying. I, you they were swimming in my urine for a it's, while. I don't eat anything that swam in my urine. That's where I caught draw the line. It's really hard to pee in the ocean. Like, really is it really? Hard. No, it's it's incredibly it's, easy to pee oh in the ocean. Oh my god, it's the best. It's the yeah. best when you can do. Don't. I was snorkeling in Belize, and uh, we were out for wow. like. Stop! Hours. Stop! Stop! Stop your sentence. No, I'm not listening to any more of that sentence. I was snorkeling in Belize. It's not the same as like I, peeing in the ocean. From like I, just the I'm just on the shore, like two feet into the ocean. No. I take a pee. All right, listen, hot take Jones. I'm gonna back <laughs> Cody up on this. Because snorkeling, you are out in the ocean. He's not no, snorkeling. Okay, no, the, I know, he's not taking a snorkeling lesson no, in the kiddie pool. Hold on. He, I know, he probably I, took a boat out to somewhere stop, and he stop, jumped off the boat. Stop it. Mm -hmm. I know, I know literally he is peeing in the ocean. I'm aware that he and I are doing the same activity. Utterly different scenario. Me a couple feet off the shore and him snorkeling in Belize. These are very different scenarios. How Craig if just, you're peeing in the ocean, you're peeing in the ocean. Craig is just jealous that I went snorkeling in Belize. Correct. I, I'm getting that. That's very that's <laughs> wow. That's a his is his is so much fancier than mine. I'm on the Jersey Shore. There's probably a beer bottle within a foot of me. And I'm are peeing, you peeing on so, Snooky or are you peeing in the ocean? Maybe. Well, standing up, by the way. I'm not having she to move does. at all. I stand, waves hit me, I urinate. Cody is snorkeling in Belize with probably a photographer swimming next to him. That would be weird if they took pictures of him while he was urinating in the ocean. I imagine they have to. It's so really so to... wait, you could let Cody finish now, Craig, that you've, uh, you know, lambasted him for having Sorry. a life that's uh, very highfalutin. Mm -hmm. uh, by all accounts, Cody is. So are you telling us that you couldn't urinate in the ocean, Cody? Correct. I'm Why? I'm in the water and I'm, I'm treading water right next to the boat. And I'm like, ah. And I had to. Go. I think you were trying to do the other thing. Yeah, I think yeah. Plus, you mispronounced yacht. You said sure. boat, but what you meant was yacht. Right. Yeah. So, well, this. So I jumped off the second story of the yacht. <laughs> sure, you did. I couldn't do it. I and I had to go. Like I, it was like one of those like if I don't go to the bathroom, I'm going to pee myself. Jump in the ocean. Couldn't make myself pee myself. I just couldn't make the pressure. Ha I don't know what the deal was. It just, I couldn't do it. I had to literally hang off the side of the boat, go mm. above the water in order to make it go. It, it was very weird. Was it because Jay-Z and Beyonce were watching you? Might have been. Two-thirds of this show can easily pee themselves. That's what we've learned so far. <clears throat> I just peed myself right now. If it makes you feel any better. And I'm, not I'm, even... sad, I'm sad that I have to switch drinks for my Clamato. <laughs> Oh, Craig at Top is here, everybody. <laughs> For those uh, listening to the audio-only podcast, Craig just chugged from an actual jug of water like you'd find in a water cooler, like a water well, cooler jug. This is a jug. Newton said my drinks keep getting bigger, and I didn't want to disappoint. Mm. That's true. Uh, hello to everybody in the chat. We are glad you are here. Uh, Craig is drinking copious amounts of water, which will facilitate him uh, either exploding... Big becoming a hydrocephalic or uh, having to urinate during the program. So this I, is all, this is very exciting. I didn't know you were a chemist. Who? 
You? Hydro, talking about hydrocephalus? Hydrocephalus. Sure, that's when your head is gigantic. Isn't that what you can eat to uh, cure COVID? <laughs> I couldn't even see it with a straight face. Good try. What was the beer that you got complimented on your pouring? What are you drinking tonight, Cody the you know G? What? I, I haven't had anything other than a stout in like a, for basically my whole life at this point. So I just, you know, I had an Allagash. I've had this thing in Allagash for like ever. I was like, Ooh. you know what? I'll have a wheat beer. Allagash White's a nice beer. It is. It's a great beer. It's not really like a winter ale or anything, but I don't, I don't have anything heavier. Craig over here, like, Craig over here, like, not only do you like, are you such a not beer connoisseur that like you don't even know what a whip beer is? You're drinking clam juice and you don't even know it's from the ocean. Nope. Until tonight. And this is the last one. This is my first and last Clamato. Let me ask you wow. this. If you drink your own pee, are you drinking something from the ocean? No, um, you're in a remake of Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that the answer to your question is location, location, location. Mm. If I'm in the ocean and I'm drinking my own pee, then yes. Mm. All right, I'm uncomfortable with that whole line of question. <laughs> we can move on. We can move I'm on not, to the next uh, topic. Sure. I am, uh, I am having, whole show. We have I am having, show. I'm heading down south with uh, tonight's beverage and a beat up Mardi Gras Bach, Ooh. one of my favorite Ooh. for the carnival season. A beat up Mardi Gras Bach. It's a nice uh, golden multi beer. It's delicious. Uh, so, hail Louisiana and les élèves en the French for you. Vous C'est No, no. Oh, and Cody, Cody, just so you know uh, how on brand your wine stop gift uh, was, this is my bottle opener today. Nice. So there you go. Knew it. Can yeah. you guys hear me, by the way? We can. You can turn yourself up again. <laughs> I'm quiet again. A yeah. Bit. I'm very whispering uh, so, the, so your lovely son does not hear you. No, no, it's good. I'm very loud in my headphones, but uh, I know that I have to up the gain output on my DBX uh, 286S microphone preamp. Um, mm -hmm. Hi, welcome to Nerd Talk. Uh, <laughs> Rebranded the show. Audio Nerd Talk. We're going to do some AMSR later. It's going to be very um, I can't. How many minutes are we Whatever. into the show? How many how minutes many are we into the show? Uh, how many minutes are we into the show? How have we not talked about the fact that you've gotten a vaccine? We're, well, because we haven't gotten to anything that any of us have on our list yet. All right. <laughs> I, I, I have to know, Noonan. You had props. Correct? You had your props uh, that mm -hmm. you needed to get out. We had to hear another crazy food take from you, how you don't eat anything from the ocean because you've peed in the ocean before. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't we, know why that's a crazy take. We got it. We get around to things. We, you right. Know. But yes, but I do. Vaccine, this is, that's very important. This is a big, it's a big story uh, for me. Um, anyway, I'm in the, I'm in group one B because of, uh, of my work with the schools. So wow. because of that, I was in one B and a week or so ago, I got an email from the district saying, Hey, we, this, Oh, there's Betty. Hi, Betty. Hi guys. How are you? Hi. <laughs> We're totally interrupting a Noonan story. No, that's all right. That's a, a story that Craig demanded I tell right now. Right, that's what. Right. That's the funniest part. Craig <laughs> demands I tell it, and then immediately when I start it, decides, you know she, what? She, I, I've heard two words of this story. It's not that I'm, fascinating. She burst in the door. Sorry, go ahead. You were saying I, I was happy to see her. To be honest, it's very nice to see Betty. How's she doing at your uh, Chicago location? She's great. She She's doing very great. Very she happy. Enjoying the snow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's a Nobody's big fan. Enjoying the snow. 
Nope. I Did she ever tell you guys the first time it snowed on her when she moved to Chicago, she thought it was just construction paper? Was it? She had no idea. She had never experienced snow. So the first time it happened, she was waiting for a bus and she thought someone was just like cutting up construction paper. <laughs> hey, I'm in a ticker tape parade. I must have won right. the Stanley Cup. It took her like 20 full minutes to be like, no, wait, this is the thing I've read about on the internet. I've seen pictures of this. This right. is horrifying. Was, anyway, vaccinated. Was any of it construction paper? No, oh, not that I'm aware question. of. Hmm. That is a good question. What if she was on a movie set? What if the Dark Knight was filming? Mm. Yeah. And Betty that got caught possible. like in the middle of a snow scene. Mm -hmm. and it was soap flakes or <laughs> corn nuts or whatever the hell they use for Now that would snow. ruin the story. If she was correct, I would feel like it's less cute. Oh, if, if it was some you know, sort of it's fake. A, such an adorable story for her to tell. I, I, I enjoy it every time she tells it to people that don't know it. I don't That's know a why. beautiful story. Right. Uh, Maureen is saying you're a little low, Cody. I, I think she means up. your mood, not your volume. I turned up. No, my mood is hot. I'm coming in hot. Are you? Mm -hmm. Wow. It's <laughs> exciting. I always enjoy when you come in hot. Mm -hmm. You're sure to alienate and anger many people. It's always fun <laughs> to did, hear. I have not alienated a single person yet tonight. Okay. I know. And we're, you know, 15, 20 minutes in. Yeah. Craig is the one coming in with the best. All, all of your food. Uh, Craig, I love you as a radio host and you're very okay. good and entertaining. Okay. Every this is not going well. Every food take you've ever had is the worst one. Yeah. They're very <laughs> bad. They're very bad. Drinks, food, anything mm. involving your mouth. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's what Can she I get said. the wife back to say that uh, that's not true? Well, I, get I rarely give people career advice, but uh, Craig, do not apply for Steve Delinsky's Hungry Hound opening. Uh, <laughs> you are, you know, it's maybe people would watch it because they hate my take so much. That well, that's good TV for about a week. You and never then people know. just grow tired of it. Yeah. Look, Food Channel, I'm willing to try if you are. Food Network? Whatever it is. I'm I watching. Mad it, takes obviously. with Craig Collins. I know people there. Do you? Up, but I'm not going to. Okay. Uh, Food that I peed on. Mm -hmm. Brian has been vaccinated. I do actually want that story. I, I don't think you do. I who, are do. You gonna, who are you going to bring in next? Uh, you know, Nobody. an iguana? What are you going <laughs> to get something out of a tank? You I'm going to have to sip the giant uh, water thing. I'm just going to have to do more, oh, that'd be, more props is always yeah. good. Yeah. I'm going to do the rest of the show with an arrow through my head like Steve Martin. I hope so. That'll be fun. Uh, well, yeah. All right. So I get the, I get the, uh, notification from, and I, I told Cody last week, after you left, we talked about it a little bit, uh, because I did when I, I finally it took me a few days to finally get through. And I was uh, willing to go anywhere in the County with one of their sites to get, uh, to get vaccinated, I found a spot out by my mom's. And then once I had my appointment, I called my mom and I said, you know, do you want me to try to get you one? Because she's in the group. Excuse me. And uh, she hemmed and hawed. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I wait for my doctor to call. And I was like, well, have they called? No, they haven't called. I, I said, all right, do you want me to get you? Do you want me to try to get you an appointment? Yes. Now, Craig, uh, I know you will appreciate the fact that I went to a million different sites trying to get this, uh, <laughs> trying to get this appointment. This was not a one shot Good. deal. Good. I was relentless. I was like a dog with a bone because I was hoping to up my stock to cement myself as the, the no questions asked favorite son. Mm -hmm. Because if, if I get it, my mom an appointment that will potentially save her life, none of them can best me. Yeah. No, none of them. Uh, so it took me a couple of days, but somehow 
as I was sitting up here last week, refreshing and refreshing and refreshing and refreshing and refreshing, an appointment pops up 20 minutes after my appointment at the same place. And I'm like, oh my God. So I, I get my mom an appointment too. Now I feel better. I, I don't feel as guilty that I'm getting a vaccine because I got my mom a vaccine as well. So we were supposed to go Saturday at four o'clock. And at uh, I, I was I had an appointment Saturday morning. I'm on uh, I'm on my little uh, Zoom deal, and I see a text, see a call come in from a, a number that I don't know. So I let it go. Another call comes in immediately from that same number. I'm like, I don't know who this is. My mom texts me like three minutes later. Call call Cook County. They need us to come in early. I don't. And I'm like, oh boy. Now that's a text. So I don't know if that was her tone when she typed it. But in my head, that's exactly what. So I tell the the guy I'm on the appointment with, I said, listen, I give me five minutes. I got to do this. I call, I, I try calling the place. And it's like anywhere else when you call a doctor's office. If, if you want English, press one, the whole, the whole thing. Then I get on hold and I'm waiting and waiting. And they're like, nobody's here on Saturday. You can leave a message. Leave a message. Turns out uh, a voicemail comes in about 20 minutes later because I have uh AT&T, which is, oh, such great service. So it's it's basically the woman from the center saying, uh, listen, with all the snow, we're getting some cancellations. So if you can come in before noon, that's great. If you can't make it before noon, you can come in anytime between one and two. And I'm like, that's perfect. So I text my mom. I'm leaving the house. I'll be there. We'll be there at one o'clock. So we get to, we get to the Cook County, uh, or the Cottage Grove Health Center in Ford Heights, right across from the Ford plant. I haven't been to Ford Heights in a long time. This was a very nice facility. Um, you know that I tend to, uh, I tend to judge people harshly. That's what I know. Yeah. yeah. No, I never knew that. I, uh, I find it weird that there's some people who the rules really just do not apply to, or they believe that the rules don't apply to them. I've never heard that. No. Well, I know it's a, it's a, it might be a hot take novel concept. Uh, some people are jerks. How about that? There's your hot take. Some people are asshats. Um, wow. yeah. Coming in, who's coming in hot? It's you. me. That's well, you know why I'm hot? Give a full first and last name for the asshat that you met. I wish I could. Uh, there, one was a, one was male and one was female. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, uh, well, I don't know, but so the, the, I will say the woman, the, the woman who was checking people in ever, everybody who worked at this center was lovely. We get there and there's people coming and going. There's uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, foot traffic. And so I drop my mom right off at the front door. I go park, I come in and I've got, uh, I've got my letter from the school district to prove that I work there. I've got the, uh, the two email confirmations for my appointment and my mom's appointment. We, you have to have your driver's license and your insurance card. So I have all that and I'm waiting in line to get in and people are, you know, people are distancing as they're supposed to. Some people are being sent back out to their car, which I didn't understand until I got in. Uh, I said to the woman, I, she finally waved us in. Uh, hi, Brian Noonan. And, uh, told her my mom's name were, uh, we, we get, and she, before I said anything else, she goes, Oh, you got my message. I was like, yeah, I, I did. So thank you. Um, do you need any of this paperwork? No, that's okay. Uh, here, just sign, uh, what's, uh, what's your mom, what's your mom's birthday? What's your birthday? Sign this here. We'll put the papers in the pile. 
And what they had done is they had taken the waiting room and really been uh, good about where you were going to sit. And that's why some people were being sent out to their cars because there wasn't a place for them to sit that was six feet apart. But the woman said, there's two seats over there on the end. So go and you and your mom sit over in those seats. So we sat for a little while and they were calling people in and um, they call our name and we go, they call people in three at a time. We go back and there's three National Guards people sitting at computers. And so everybody goes to one and you give them your insurance card and they're very businesslike. These National, National Guard, Guard people. Oh yeah. National Guard. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. They were going to pop. They were popping some caps. Somebody got Is out the of the assumption line. that someone would like sneak in and shoot themselves with a vaccine. No, that's the, the National Guard is being used in a lot of these big, uh, in the county sites and the big mass vaccination sites, just their medical, like their, their non-medical guys and ladies, National Guards, people were working the computers, mm -hmm. the actual people given the vaccinations, uh, and everybody had the cross on their arm. So they were medical. They're part of the medical team. Got it. So there's, there's no actual person with a gun. Uh, well, they're all, they're all strapped. It's National okay. Guard. They're okay. not, you know, there's, there's weaponry, uh, gotcha. all it's heavily armed. They're not uh, a squirt gun, Craig. Right. Come on. Does it feel different getting a shot from someone who also has a gun on them? Like, does that feel any different than a regular oh, I doctor? I love it. I love it. It seems more lethal. It seems like this shot is serious. Because <laughs> if it doesn't, it, like if the needle doesn't go in, they're just going to drop you down and poof, right and two in the back of the head. Yeah, they're going to give you the old yeller treatment. Hmm. So I love it. We sign in. Everything's good. I go. I sit down. The guy, uh, you know, guy tells me, "All right, you're getting the Pfizer vaccine, okay?" And there's a guy who's like hovering around. And when the when the guy who was going to give me the vaccine handed me my card, the other guy goes, "Can I see that for a minute, sir?" And I love it. Everybody calls you sir because you know they're National yeah. Guard. So it's sir. Oh yes, yeah, sir. I had him to, I don't know till later. He is watching everybody get vaccinated. And the minute they vaccinate you, he starts a time. He writes down what time you got the needle stuck in your arm. Because once you get it, which I'll be honest, didn't hurt. The guy giving me the vaccination fast, easy, nothing. Mm -hmm. Bang. It was in threw a uh, bandaid on me said, all right, sir. Now go sit over there. So then they sit you down for 15 minutes to make sure you don't go into shock or turn into a zombie or poop your pants or whatever you're going to do. Uh, if you get vaccinated and have a reaction. Yeah. And that's okay. normal for any vaccine. They do that. The flu vaccine as well. Right. And, um, uh, like tetanus shots, stuff like that. Cause I, cause I got my, I got a tetanus boost or whatever. Uh, when I saw my doctor in December, cause, um, it had been almost 10 years, but I have a newborn. So yes, like, ah, it's close enough. You should, you should do this. Yeah. You're going to get sliced up mm. to be spraying blood all over. Did your, your doctor have a gun on him? He did. He did. Okay. Did he? I, so did I. Yeah. We did it at a firing range uh, clinic. It's a new type of thing where uh, you not only get oh attention, but you can shoot at each other if you don't like the way that See, the appointment goes. That would now, be my I've favorite heard this, thing. At this level, they're not offering it because it's people over 65. But as younger people are more available to get the vaccine, they're offering the chance for you to be dart gunned. Right. Uh, See, so, that's what right. I pictured. Yeah, so you can they'll just set you loose in a field and the National Guard will shoot the <laughs> shoot the vaccine right in your ass. Um yeah. so it's gonna be it's gonna Wait, be terrific. Do we, do we run away from it or because we want the vaccine inevitably? I don't want to yeah, win. Yeah, but it's this more game. fun. You can run yeah. they they set up a little course. So you okay. can't just run wild forever. It's like little a little obstacle thing, and as you come over a barrel, and they <laughs> they blow gun you. 
Right. This would be a great new episode of American Gladiators if we had young people do this with like laser and taser as the guy shooting us. Yeah, laser and taser, give it the vaccines. Right. Uh, Sally says Joliet is using off-duty firemen and EMTs to give the vaccine uh, at the Joliet West Fieldhouse. Uh, they're doing all the teachers in the area. My husband went to a lot of sites too. We got our first shot on Friday. Gene, congratulations. Very good. Uh, Tammy says her family had COVID over a month ago and they're still sick. Yeah, it's, Yikes. I don't want to mess with it. But that, so my email had said they were supposed to give us our second appointment uh, the when we go, when I got our first shot. Well, that wasn't the case. Hmm. Here's, here's my only problem with the county. So they gave us a piece of paper and it's got a QR code on it. Uh, and uh, the website is typed down and there's a phone number and the guys were very nice. And I say guys, cause once I was inside the room, everybody doing the vaccinations and the guy keeping time, they were all men. So when I say guys, there were national guard women. Uh, well, Sorry. listen, I didn't make up who could give the shots. <laughs> I would have, you know, I would have rather a lady with a gun. That would have been even more erotic. <laughs> Why don't you give me a shot and your phone number? That would be fantastic. Wow. You know, I'm going to be vaccinated pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, how's that, how's that, that make you feel? It was just the guys use of the word guys. The rest of it was not. It oh, until I started explaining. Right. Then it got real sexist real mm. fast. <laughs> um, so I, anyway, I asked the guy, uh, you know, what's going on? He said, all right, well, here's, here's the deal. Last week, everybody was able to get their, their second appointment right away, but they're changing up the website. So it's probably going to be an issue. If you don't see new appointments come up within uh, 72 hours, then you can call. So we get our shots on Saturday. On Monday, I'm looking, and there's no appointments coming up at all in February. You're supposed to wait 21 to 28 days. Now, the CDC has said you can stretch that out to 42 days. If, you, if there's no way that you can get your shot within 21 to 28 days, your second shot, you can take it up to 42 days. So I was like, all right, well, there were appointments at the beginning of March, so let me take one of those. But I'm going to call the clinic and see uh, the number that was printed on the paper that they gave us at the clinic. Uh oh, not a legit number. Hmm. Just keep saying the number cannot be reached as dialed. Please check your number and call again. And I'm like, well, maybe I misdialed. You know, I got big ham fingers. Let me dial this about eight more times, all with the same result. So if you're uh, somebody who doesn't have a QR reader on your phone or you're not computer savvy, and you're thinking, well, I'll just call. That's how I'll get my appointment. <laughs> oh, you're SOL. Um, but the QR yeah. reader thing, Cody, is this a, doesn't every camera on a smartphone uh, convert QR codes? You just need an app. Yeah. Yeah, you need the no, app. No, no. Can't you just do it with the, I think with iPhone, you can just do it with the camera. Maybe with iPhone, but uh, there's free apps for Android and iOS at, um, on the stores. Yeah, my, my iPhone says use a QR reader. Oh. Cause I hit it with the camera by mistake and then I, but I have an app on there because gotcha. a couple of the, a couple of breweries that I frequent, you, <laughs> you need the QR code, you need the QR code to see the menu. But anyway, so I make this appointment for the 6th of March, which is five weeks from our original thing. And I'm like, well, and, and, and I tell my mom that, and she immediately starts to panic. And I read to her directly from the CDC website, explaining the six weeks. And she's like, well, what about these other places? And I said, ma, all right, I'll keep trying. So, I can't just be satisfied that I have an appointment. I got to keep going on these websites and looking and looking and looking. I end up 
They opened some more appointments. I end up getting one for the 27th of February, 28 days exactly from when we got our first shot. So uh, I will get my second vaccine and my mom will get her second vaccine on the 28th. And uh, nothing, no problems, a little, uh, little soreness uh, later in the night, just right by the injection site, but no, no fever, no rash, no nothing. And uh, yeah, and that was that. But there were people who were complaining. There was one woman who kept coming in and going, there's people who are walking out and they came in after me and they're walking out and I'm like, yeah, they're going out to their car. Well, I don't want to, you know, I'm not saying this, I'm just listening. And then some guy, I'm sitting there with my mom, we're waiting our 15 minutes. And uh, the guy is, the, the guy was funny because he walks over to one lady and goes, uh, Mrs. Jones? She says, yes. He goes, how do you feel? I feel great. You have 40 seconds. <laughs> and then he walks away <laughs> and he comes over to me and he's like, Mr. Noonan, how do you feel? I feel great. All right, you can go. Uh, Mrs. Noonan, how do you feel? I feel great. You can, no, you can't. You got to sit there. You got a few more minutes. Wow. But this guy uh, starts like grilling me. Where do you live? How'd you get an appointment? And I'm like, wow, it's cool to look this young that everybody knows I'm not 65 or older. But uh, I said, you know how I got this? Because I jumped in line because I'm very important. <laughs> and I didn't have to wait like the rest of you yahoos. No, I didn't. I, so I mumbled something about, oh, I work with the schools. I talked to my grandmother who's in her late 80s and she is living in Indiana. Uh, she's going to get a vaccine very soon. Her doctor set her up. She doesn't want it. She's like, I don't want it. It's too much work. I don't want to go. What? I, my grandmother is lovely, and I don't think she'd ever be mean about it, but she might be someone in line that you just described that may have a couple less than positive things to say while we'll we'll going through the process. Could be. Uh, Mike says, mom is 79 with lung issues, can't get an appointment or even on a list. Sorry. I'm not going to say this is going to work for everybody, but I do know somebody who, who this happened to. Uh, he called me yesterday. He went to one of the sites at the end of the day. He went to a smaller one, the one that, that we actually went to. And at the end of the day, he just walked in and he said, hey, you know, um, any chance that you're going to have an extra dose at the end of the day? And the, the woman uh, was like, well, I don't think so. We have 10, 10 left, and I think those people are going to show up. And he's like, oh, that okay, that's all right. He's, I'm going to run to the restroom, okay? Sure, came out of the restroom and the security guard went, I think you're in luck. I think she's got one for you. So he got one just cause he showed up. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not saying that works. I know when we were there Saturday, there were a lot of people asking that and they had a waiting list that the woman said was eight pages long. Uh, I know some of the Walgreens have been putting people on lists or they were before they opened up their site. Uh, that's how my aunt got in. Cause she was on their list and they called her at the end of the day and said, Hey, if you can get over here, we've got a couple extra doses. And she's, you know, she's 79, 80. But, uh, and can I, can I just impress upon uh, our viewers, like just to reiterate what I said last week, um, please don't be upset if you hear about a person that's younger or healthy or whatever, getting a vaccine. Every vaccine that goes out, every vaccine that gets put into a person makes the entire community safer right. and brings us closer to herd immunity. It's Even not, OJ's. Oh, it's not all oh, that vaccine mm. went to that 20-year-old that saved that person's life. No, it saved that person's life and the lives of a lot of people around that person and helped quell the spread of this thing. So it I know like you may be watching and you're like, well, I'm jealous of the people getting it or whatever, but like 
the goal is to get everybody to get it right. Yeah. And right now the government is being like, we'll prioritize the people who personally probably are at the most risk. But like at the end of the day, the goal is to get everybody to get this thing. So, um, you know, just uh, it, I guess I don't want people to be like upset if they hear that somebody else got it, but because it, it, it does. Well, I heard a, I heard there a lot of teachers were there Saturday because you kind of hear people talking a lot of teachers. Uh, and that's that's a group that needs to be vaccinated. I, you know, a district in Villa Park, they had a big thing, got all the teachers vaccinated yesterday. The Frankfurt School District got all the teachers vaccinated. And so, you know, going through the county and now with Triton opening up and Tinley Park having a major, uh, you know, a big uh, major vaccination center and Walgreens and CVS and Jewel and all the county, all the other county places and medical groups. And there is more vaccine coming thank goodness uh it should it should move along a little quicker i hope and that all i can say for people is you've got to be really you've got to know that it's going to take it's going to take some time and be ready to be ready to accept that appointment uh the minute because i i thought i had a bunch and by the time i clicked through they were gone so if you go on cook county uh, look up Cook County Board of Health. You can register. They'll tell you what group you're in. Uh, they'll send you emails for when your group is coming. There's a lot of ways to do it, and it just, uh, it just, it takes patience. And I, you know, I was so excited that I was able to get one for my mom. Uh, I'm happy that I got one for myself. I'm not going to lie, uh, because now, now I have to set my sights on Debbie. She's not in. She's not until one C. So, you know, we gotta, we gotta do it. But. I'm also considering donating blood just to get the free antibody test. Oh, is that right? That's a thing. No. Like, I don't know if it's everywhere, but I have had a, a number of friends that have given blood and they automatically run in a, a COVID antibody test on it, which would tell you if you like have the antibodies to protect it. Really? Which maybe you had it, maybe, you know, maybe yeah. you had it and you fought it off, you're asymptomatic. So I'm I'm considering just going to the clinic and donating blood. Like, what if my wife and I walk in and we just give blood? A, that's good. It's very good. Yeah. People. B, then they're like, oh yeah, you both have the antibodies. You can't get COVID or whatever. It's like, all right, hit the jackpot. So everybody go give blood. Yeah. Isn't that a misunderstanding though? The antibodies only work for a few months. Oh, is that right? Isn't it like I'm three not, months? I'm not saying it makes you immune forever, right? Like, okay. I just wanted to, I just wanted to press upon anyone that's listening that even if you did test positive for antibodies, you aren't necessarily immune for life. Uh, right. That is the kind of thing you'd have to keep. Uh, you still got to get still got to get vaccinated. Yes, Everybody's yes. got to get vaccinated. No, we, we still want the vaccines, but it, like it it can maybe quell some fears in the near term. You know, sure. Oh, well, maybe I can maybe I can like go see. There Tom, was a I'm really glad you clarified. Tom in the chat said my sister got it with a Red Cross blood donation, and I'm like, oh my god, what does it mean? Uh. So fortunately, the antibody. the antibody test. Thank you for that. Yeah, good. <laughs> you know it. There was a recent study that said we have something like 50% more cases than we believe we have, that like 75% of people are asymptomatic. Did you guys see this or no? Yes, I have so, seen okay. that. Uh, I also got in a beef with a lady today, who told an old lady who told me she'd, and that was part of her uh, bone of contention. Well, I've been vaccinated. And I went to, so I met, I met my mom's today digging a trench for the dogs to poop in. This is a, a whole other story. But at the end of my chores, uh, my mom was like, do you want to get lunch? I said, all right, where do you want to get it? So she tells me this place. Uh, it's very popular with the uh, older folks. It's a breakfast and lunch place. 
it's one of those places where uh, the waiters and waitresses have been there forever. Uh, they know the regulars that come in, and uh, the old people love it. The so food's Perkins. good. It, it's you a fine joint. Huh? So you went to Perkins? No. I went to, oh, a, you went to an, IHOP. an independently owned uh, neighborhood establishment. Mm. Okay. No chains for mom. Is that so real? I, Huh? Does she not do chains, or you just you're just fancy? That's no. such a terrible food take. Oh my god, that food take is the worst. What? No chains for mom? That is terrible. Not going to a chain just because it's a chain. Wow. No, no I'm we're going I'm to. We're supporting local business, Craig. Mm, it's right. a pandemic. You know, we got to keep right. these places open. Right. Little Although people who live in your community product. work at the chains too, and if you don't go to those, they're all going to get fired. I don't know if you remember who you're talking to. I'm the guy who went to Burger King when he was bleeding out. <laughs> so I. Is that I got, I got nothing against chains. I, I go to chains. I'm just saying right now, my mom yeah. enjoyed my mom enjoyed herself a local treat. That's all. There you go. So I'm going to pick it up. And it, I will say this place always really good. So I go in and the ladies, I, I say, dude, oh, here's your food. Uh, here's as I'm waiting to pay, this older woman comes up. And by older, she's older than me. So she's in her 70s, let's say. She walks up to me, and I wish I was exaggerating to tell you she got this close she was within six inches of my arm all right and i look and she's not wearing a mask and i look at her and i take a big step to my left at which point she walks right behind me and like gets in in line there's no line but she gets in line behind me right on top of me now the woman who's ringing me up is looking at me and looking at this woman and i turned and you know if i if I'm not going to lie about this. So when I tell you how and what I said, this is exactly the words that came out of my mouth. Excuse me, ma'am. Could you step back a little bit? That exact tone, those exact words. Well, I've already been vaccinated. At that point, I feel no more need to be civil. I go, I don't care. She says to her friend, Betty, back up. This guy's nervous. And I go, no, this guy's doing what he's supposed to do. Oh, well, I'm older than you. Just quiet. Be quiet. Just shut up and be quiet. And I'm like, why don't you think about somebody other than yourself as I grab my food and walk out the door? And yes. I was I was steaming. And I get to my mom's, and to add insult to injury, they gave us the wrong order. Like, God oh. damn it, now I got to go back. <laughs> Can you, it, judge's ruling, could you throw like one food product at her and have that be okay? Like a person no. who's that, just one. Like no, that's fry. the police. Then no, then the police. No, no. Like, let's say a fry, not an injury. If, no, no, if no. you don't injure her at all, no, that's assault. Really? Yeah, you not can't. A, no, you, you can't. Fling a fry? Not I can't. There's no salt on the fry. Good point. <laughs> oh, no. Good point. His no, dad jokes are happening so often now. I cannot throw anything at an old woman without the without law enforcement being called. Nothing like no, like a, no, a except my except a cutting remark, <laughs> which I threw. With with I mean, unparalleled accuracy. She's been vaccinated. I don't think she's the kind of person to feign injury after being hit in the face with a French fry. Huh? Dude. Like, what if she used to be a hockey player? And yeah, what if she came up go. and pulled my jacket over my head and just started wailing on me? Oh, then you're allowed to sue her. This is what I just heard. No. No, I'm not. Listen, there's no there's no way I'm throwing anything at an old woman. Pepper. I have Mike, this is a good idea. Pepper. No. Not even really an object. I it's peppered gonna, her with insults. Does that count? I was just curious if you could have been socially accept if it would have been socially acceptable to hit her with one French fry no. during a pandemic with her oh, being no. that aggressively in your face. No, 
No, no, no, no, no. Okay. No, All right, good to know. This is a no. good, I'm checking it off the list of things I can't do during the pandemic. It would and I didn't swear at her. But then I go back and the woman, first of all, that the old woman was gone. She and her vaccination had hightailed it out of there. Wow. But the woman who rang me up uh, was very apologetic about the food. And then I said, listen, I want to apologize if I raised my voice a little before. She goes, no, you were absolutely right. That woman was right on top of you. And I saw you move. And then she got right behind you. And I kept thinking, why is she doing that? <laughs> Like, she yeah. needs to be hit with a French fry. Right. Mm -hmm. Why isn't she? Why is she doing that? Right. But I'm older than you. So be quiet. Easy, Granny. Or I've snap been vaccinated. Can't, can't she technically get you sick if she's been vaccinated? Yes. You. I just read an article from some medical people, and it said, what should I do once I'm vaccinated? And they all said, pretend you haven't been vaccinated. Still do the exact same thing. Wear a mask, stay six feet away from people because you can still pass it on if you have it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so there's my, there's me telling off an old lady. I'm not proud of it, but it, and, and I told my mom, my mom's like, well, you know, I thought you were, you know, aren't you trying to be calm? You got to let stuff go. I said, ma, I, I can let stuff go. We're having lunch now and forgetting about it, but I'm not going to roll over when somebody's being a complete ass to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I overreacted at all. Had I turned around and gone, listen, lady, back up. Six feet. Because everybody who works in the restaurant had a mask. They had big stickers on the floor. Please stay six feet apart. This woman not wearing a mask because she's, you know, she's old and she can do what she wants. It's like Grandpa Simpson. Saying, I've lived a long life and I've been tired to do whatever I want. Oh, who cares? Did you consider leaving and going to Popeye's and getting some free chicken tenders in honor of GameStop? No, I saw that. Did you do that today? No, I should have. I regret not doing it. Did you, Craig? I, I wish I had, though. Yeah, no. Giving out free chicken. You know, Craig, uh, you did make an excellent point. You know, when you support a chain, you're supporting the people in your local community that work in that chain. And I think that that... Uh, I think that that speaks to everyone. And I think that the clear takeaway is everyone should go to their local GameStop and support it and buy a bunch of products and help hopefully make the company more profitable. I have no skin in this game other than the stock that I own, but please. Did you GameStop. buy, did you go into that? Are you part oh, of that God, Reddit yes. group? Are you kidding, Brian? I am when, when, what were you in at? Give us the number. Not going to tell you. No. Did you make money? Let's see. What are they at now? Let's check. They dropped today. Oh, I know. They've been dropping a lot. <clears throat> and AMC did not hit the moon like everyone was saying it was going to. AMC was no. never going to hit the moon. That whole thing is stupid. I can explain why. Um, yeah, I'm down more uh, thousands of dollars. But, it, you know, it, what is money? Money is a what now? construct that we all just buy into, right? Like, what is money? Does it matter? <laughs> it doesn't. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it does matter. No, no, no! Don't don't take this away from him right now. It doesn't. No? You're right. Let him go. Logically, it doesn't matter. You're right, Cody. Money doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's not important. I no, didn't buy any GameStop stock. No, it was. It was. All right. Look. No. On Wall Street bets, like they had a thesis for GameStop. They're like, it's 130% shorted. It has to have a squeeze. There was no such logic behind AMC or BlackBerry. Like they right. were shorted, but they weren't at 130% of the float. So like, Cots the, headphones. The entire thesis of the entire thing 
was like GameStop is an extremely specific situation that will never be replicated. And then people conflated it and then got AMC and BlackBerry and Nokia and all these other companies where that wasn't the fundamental math behind what was happening. So it was weird. Then you've got like the Wall Street Journal going, doing push notifications and CNBC being like, oh, Wall Street Bet's now eyeing silver. No, they weren't. I'm a journalist <laughs> and I use Reddit no, they every day. And no one, no one on Wall Street Bets was pushing silver. In fact, they were all specifically saying not to buy silver because that was stupid and it was fake news. Which wow, and the weird thing is Craig Craig went all in on silver. Oh, my God. I did. It was that just, was, thank, you, Mar thank you, Marta. You haven't lost money until you've sold the stock. So uh, you call me a thousand air. Really? Good for you. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. If well, I had that kind of money to burn, I'd be, I would have been in there. Hey, look. Brian, you gave me a hard time two weeks ago. For Which not time? You, we, okay, th thousands. But specifically two weeks ago, you gave me a hard time for not really wanting to get into the, the big story of the day was the, the capital thing. But we wouldn't have even talked about GameStop last week if I hadn't brought it up. And that was a pretty big story this week, wouldn't you say? It was a huge story last week, yeah. yeah no, it was a very big story. You know, I'm not, I'm no, not no, so we, bad. I'm not so bad. I'm mostly oh, bad. Oh, boy. Here we go. I'm mostly bad, but I'm not so bad. Right, Craig? Craig, do me a favor and untie the boat because Cody wants to go fishing for compliments. Mm. Craig, take your pants off. Craig's peeing in the ocean. <laughs> he's all froze up. He's gone. He's all froze up. He's all, fro I'm, he's all I'm, froze up. I'm Craig peeing in the ocean. Craig? He's all froze up. Hey, you unfroze? I, I think I fixed it. Was go. it the Clamato? Were you eating pee? I, th I think it, uh, I had a connection issue, but I fixed it. Hmm. Well, now you are connected. You look good. You sound good. You was know, I breaking out the show earlier? Mm -mm. No. Your video, your video froze a couple times, but you know, Crick, I think we all have a connection issue. In these unprecedented times, wow. in these challenging times, That's in true. these difficult, unprecedented. No, my favorite. They this are is difficultly unprecedented. Going. They are unprecedentedly difficult. The only way for us to be better as a society is to get through this connection issue and be connected once again. And that's only going to happen if we all get vaccinated. Cody Goff for president. At, yeah, at GameStop and go to GameStop and buy everything that we can afford from GameStop, please. That move, that's how GameStop actually capitalizes. They start giving out vaccines at GameStop. Boom, situation fixed. Power to the but players. But only to cosplayers. <laughs> you have LARPs. To the, the doctors dress up, you dress up, everybody. 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 If you don't look like some sort of alien, you you don't get a shot. Boom. How I'm a lamp. I'm a lamp. Give me a vax. Grandma, so she can get her vaccine. That would be the best thing this world ever gave us. Yeah. You're going to leave that out for a long time? I deserve a vaccine. I'm LARPing as a lamp. You do, you do deserve a vaccine. Thank you. I'm a lamp. I want to see you LARP as something else. Hmm. I got awkward. It is uh, it's, uh, very awkward. What do you want? What, what do you got? All right, boys. What do you want? To, what do you? What? What's on your list? I've been monopolizing with my hugely successful vaccine story. No, I have a sword. Do we want to talk about the lady who um, yelled at LeBron James? Courtside sure. Karen. Yeah. Okay. Courtside so, Karen. So she I'm wants. Gonna, to be I'm going to bet all my GameStop stock that Cody doesn't know what this is. Oh, I know all about Courtside Ooh, Karen. It's on the Twitter, Noonan. He knows about it. Google right. Courtside Karen Rule 34. You'll be very <laughs> No, do not do that. No one do that.
Do no it. one ever Google anything with rule 34. Anytime Google. Cody says Google this plus rule 34, never listen. Always Why? Google rule 34. Never let Noonan. Don't Google it now. Noonan. I see you Googling. You're, you're screwing up writer. It means you're Googling. It's the 34th rule of the internet. It's the don't do it. Of the do you know what the rule is, Noonan? Internet? No. Yeah. Don't don't Google it. Yep. Well, now I have to Google it. No, don't do it. You can do this later on your own time. I'm gonna write it down. All right. Okay. So talk about let's let's see Karen. Okay, so courtside Karen? Karen is this lady. Anybody that doesn't know, she wants to be a social media social media influencer, I believe. She's in her twenties. She's married to some guy. Uh the guy is obviously fancy enough, or she's fancy enough for both of them to have fancy tickets. And uh, I guess the guy was yelling at LeBron and maybe there was some sort of back and forth. And LeBron said, what do you say? I know that uh, the athletic actually dove in like you old steroid ass, I think is all LeBron said. And courtside (laughs) Karen claimed courtside Karen claimed that it was several terrible, vulgar things. And so she went nuts. She went crazy, screaming and yelling and got thrown out of an NBA game. That would be the most disappointing moment. I remember I had a girlfriend in college that made me move from courtside at a Notre Dame basketball game, which I had student tickets. And if you showed up early enough, you could get to the front row. And this was the game that they upset. I think it was Stanford or somebody. This was a significant win, UCLA, somebody. And my girlfriend made me move up to like the 57th row because she showed up at halftime. That was disappointing, but it wasn't getting thrown out of an NBA game because you got yelled at LeBron James and he made your like girlfriend mad. This was crazy. And can you imagine being the first people thrown out of a game in the COVID era? Oh, no. They're they're barely letting anybody into the stadium, and you're the first idiot that gets thrown out. She has finally apologized. Her initial video was supporting herself and saying that it was ridiculous that she got thrown out. LeBron actually said he didn't think that throwing out was needed. He didn't think that they should have been ejected from the game. But it doesn't matter. It happened. And uh, she has since apologized for her actions. Well, the thing with only having, you know, 18 people in the stadium is they can hear everything. And these people, you know, courtside Karen was, uh, oh, she was very excited because she's, you know, I'm wealthy enough to have uh, courtside seats and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to stand up for the man I love. And I'm like, oh, no, that's a psycho right there. Because any <laughs> time you got a woman like that, she's going to get you in more trouble really mm-hmm. than she's worth. Because we yep. all, I think we can all agree that crazy ladies uh, can sometimes be fun and exciting. Would you gentlemen mm-hmm. agree with that? Yes. No. Make Stop. you move up to the 56th row at a Notre Dame game, which is very disappointing, but otherwise they're fun. But, the, but there's a payoff for that. Right. But sometimes that payoff, that, that wears thin after you have to get in a fight with somebody because she gets mouthy at a bar after she had a couple highballs mm-hmm. and, uh, or she's, you know, she's yelling at LeBron James that she's going to kick his ass. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Yep. You're about three feet eight. And LeBron James is arguably one of the most in shape, well-conditioned athletes that we have ever witnessed in our lifetimes. But you're going to kick his ass and call him a biatch. Hmm. Do you think he goes to the gym? I I don't think so. I think it's genetics and diet. She did flick him off, too. She gave him the fingers. She was being escorted out of the arena, which I thought was amazing. It just commitment is amazing. And I like that the she gave him a finger that was like three times the length of a normal finger because she had on those gigantic (laughs) Lee press-on nails. Okay. How I thought, I thought her picture had a filter on it when yeah. I saw it on, on Instagram. It was not. It was her real face. Her real <laughs> face looked like it had a filter on it. She is in her 20s, by the way, Diane. She actually is 26, I think. Uh, but she has had work done, yes. Oh, a little bit. A little bit of work. Just a bit. A couple things. Allegedly. Yeah. 
if she's I guess she's allegedly 26. I don't know if anyone's seen the birth certificate. Yeah. I heard she wasn't born here. Uh, Producer Dan asks, uh, don't go down that road. Producer Dan asks how Jordan would have handled that. Do you think Jordan would have been as angry as LeBron got and he would have had fans thrown out or no? Jordan would have just sat on the floor until she was gone. Well, I thought it was really interesting that LeBron said he wants the fan interaction. He needs it. Almost connected to the idea that it would have fueled him to have a a screaming match with fans. I think Jordan would have been the same way. Well, he was yelling at the dude. You know, right. he he and the guy were into it. And that's fine. He hadn't yelled at the woman until she started yelling stuff at him. I think I should think we he, all can we give courtside Karen a, 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 a tiny kudos? Because you right. know she wanted to drop the end bomb at some point during her tirade. Wow, maybe you know it. You know she did. I don't know anything when well, we go I, into those. I worlds. am sure. I will right. I am allegedly positive <laughs> that if give it this so I'm saying she didn't. So mm-hmm. I, I'm giving her kudos. Good for you, courtside Karen. You could still be a psycho, but a non-racist right. psycho. Right. At name. least not a confirmed racist psycho. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So there you go. Yeah. No, I, she's she's a heck of a story this week, uh, which has been very, very interesting. If you want more things that we've prepared for the show, Noonan, I have some other ones. I have a lot of Valentine's Day things. Do you guys have Valentine's Day plans of any kind or no? Uh, I will, uh, I will be, uh, elsewhere on Valentine's day. Okay. Okay. What are you no, going to do, I, Cody? You cooking a meal? Who, what are you going to do for your lady, Cody? Ooh. First Valentine's day is a new mom. No. Bubble I mean, bath? yes, it, it is. I'm not. He's right about that. No. You're not doing anything. You can get, go to Walgreens, get some Russell Stovers in a red heart box. I might buy some chocolate. <laughs> Damn it. Do that. Good to see you putting that thought into it. Her yeah, really. birthday is 10 days after Valentine's Day, and I have plans for the weekend after Valentine's Day. Restaurants are opening now. There's a chance you can yeah, do that sort of thing. I have a baby, Craig. He's five months old today, actually. I wouldn't take the baby to the restaurant. You can have maybe Not for a, a romantic night. Where are we going to put the baby? The five a babysitter months? is a thing. There's, there's people. Some of them are family members, usually. They watch babies from time to time. No. Five months. Okay. No. No, you're not willing to eat inside yet, are you? No, God. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no social distancing, not that kind of stuff. God, I will not at die all. if I eat inside. The so science is the I science. Even, I don't even eat inside, Craig, at my house. I, I saw really... I saw a headline today. New Jersey opening up restaurants. The science still unsure if that's a good idea. Yeah, science still not, not sure. Science knows that it's not a good idea. It's dumb. No, what's listen? And if New Jersey's giving it, uh, giving pause, hey now. you can eat indoors in New Jersey and be safe. If the tent is constructed over the ocean and you pee, you pee in, in it. the ocean I knew it. as you're eating, I knew it. that's so true. right. So it's the circle yeah. of life. You're taking right. in and you're putting out. You are becoming one with the earth. They only serve vegan dishes. You can only eat quinoa and kale, and so it is from the earth to the earth. And Let me clamatos. ask you this, uh, Craig: Do you think in Jersey they even have quinoa and kale? I don't think so. I yeah. at least we don't use the right name. We call it something very. We mispronounce it for sure. Yeah, it's lettuce on your hoagie. That's your. Yeah. That's your... <laughs> we have never said the word hoagie. I have never what, spoken. What, what do that you guys word. have? Subs. Hoagies, I don't know is, a, hoagies yeah. is a Philly thing. Yes, like subs that. is a is a thing. I know what right. a sub sandwich is. Yes, Craig. sandwich. Do you get a sandwich? <laughs> Cip- it's Cipriali's meats. 
I'm, I'm fielding questions now. Cody, the next one's from you. What is it? You, I want to know if you celebrate Valentine's Day with your wife who comes from a place that doesn't have a Valentine's Day, to my knowledge. Um, yeah, actually, I don't even know if that's a Mexican thing at all. I've no. never asked. I've always just assumed she knew what it was. We went on a date like two weeks into our relationship that was on Valentine's Day, and I like splurged. I did the works. I, I fancy restaurant, fancy meal, all that stuff. Uh, I'm going to try to cook her something. I'm not a good really? cook. I've talked about it a bunch on the radio. Yes. Uh, she loves fish. And as we spoke earlier, my fish and I, we get along in a different way, right. but I am going to try to prepare her a meal that is a, a very fish heavy. Um, Ooh. it's actually somewhat easy. She loves shrimp. So a lot of it will be like shrimp co cocktail things, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then there will be, there will be a little bit of salmon too. So this is the attempt for the, uh, the Valentine's day. It's easy in the oven. I want to make, I want to have some sort of impact on it. So it seems like I tried hard. So I do have a recipe and like, you got to do some other stuff, but yes, eventually it just goes in the oven. Yeah. It just goes in the oven. You right. season it, put it in the oven. You're See, but I don't, you don't want to say it's easy, Noonan. I want to make it sound hard. No, but I want you, the appreciative. The effort is there and the thought mm -hmm. is there. So mm -hmm. you don't have to go through a recipe that's 87 steps. You can make I, something well, that's simple and yet delicious and shows that you thought of her. I'm going to drizzle some seasoning on it, oh, I, I believe. Like that. That's sure the end of the recipe. You yeah. drizzle that on there. Are you going to make her eat out of a pot? Or will you um, actually let her use a plate? <laughs> it, is, it is her choice. The pot will be served to her. But if she needs a plate, I can go ahead and get one. Well, I don't know how much you cook. And from what you've told us, not much. Nope. Uh, when a pan comes out of the oven, it is extremely hot. Mm -hmm. So okay. uh, in order to serve mm -hmm. fish hot, you'd, you'd probably have to put it on a different pan or on a plate. Okay. That's just, and you don't have to, you don't have to, but I, I'm just, you know, as a guy who cooks, as a guy who cooks for his lady all the time, I let her you eat do. off plates. Wait, you, what is the fanciest thing you've ever made for your lady? Oh, well, come on. I mean, I make uh, full Thanksgiving dinners, uh, full Christmas dinners, beef tenderloin and uh, all I kinds of stuff. I hate the way you just said, come on. It's like I'm bad as a, as a husband for not doing this no, now. No, 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 no. It's like you're bad not knowing how prolific of a cooker Brian is. He barbecues and smokes yeah, can, things and does things with grills that I don't, I don't know. know. It's, I, I do a lot of, I do a lot of uh, you know, good but not really complex i made her a homemade gumbo a couple months ago all right mm. i i have a follow-up i'm very curious now whose meal is more valuable than noonan's if he made one for his wife which would taste much much better than mine or mine which is going to be much much harder for me to do because i have no idea what i'm doing which one has more value we have to pick there has to be a winner noonan is it yours since it's going to be much better tasting or mine because the effort is there I am going to I'm going to give you the effort, but yes. I'm also saying that you're overshooting. You're making okay. this too hard on yourself because if you if you cook any any meal with things that uh, Betty likes, she's going to appreciate them, and and the effort will be there. You want to prove it to yourself that you did you did this really hard thing and setting yourself yes. up that potential failure is okay because you don't know how to do it instead All of trying of something that is a, a little bit easier, which well, will be successful i said that i'm doing the shrimp cocktail and then the salmon and the shrimp cocktail i've made before that is very very easy you grill the shrimp you put it in a cocktail you hand it to a human so that part is safe no matter what i think that she will enjoy that part of the process it's the, are it's easy. the entree yeah the entree is hard yeah i don't okay, cook good a lot job. of fish the ones i don't I, know the, what about I you cody a, i have an expert uh piece of advice craig okay wow 
Um, He's reading something. This isn't I know. his advice. It's not his advice. Here's the thing that you need to know about. Can you uh, credit the author? About is women. The guy women really want uh, is perfectly willing to spank their fanny every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Playfully, of course, especially in bed. Now, the typical woman would rather die than admit this is the stuff of keepers. She may mm -hmm. even find the idea offensive until she finds a man who does it. Trust me on this one. Unquote. Um, yep, men are pigs. Author of Men Are Pigs. And that's a good thing. You know what's going to be you handy? Know. You're going to need that spatula when you take the salmon off the pan. It's going to be nice and warm for a boot hair. Yes. yes, that is. Well, I'm not going to comment. Slappy, slappy. I can't make make my wife mad via the YouTube show before I actually make her the meal. Spanky, uh, spanky. Look, nope. New, see, I'm not a part of this. New viewers is a callback to a very last week. I explained a very weird book that I received in the mail from a press person that apparently he's been reading for an entire week now and actually might be kind of a fan of no yeah, he's taking he's taking it uh that's his new coda uh shifting gears to not get us all in trouble well, hold on sally ladies. says just follow the recipe and you'll be fine and i agree with sally okay you can read know, can't you i can i don't know if i can follow directions i Why can not? read i, well, yeah, I get how, a little how, arrogant how do you not follow directions? well sure i well, get arrogant in the wait process. a minute you get arrogant <laughs> hold on yeah. cody we're, we're this is, a new, this is new. There's a truth bomb here. I know. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm very humble. Craig, yeah. I don't. Wow. You just, get, you just get arrogant in the kitchen? I don't have strong opinions on anything. And yet sometimes while reading directions for a recipe, I think maybe I could do it better. And I start to go off book. So do it. Cooking All right. I'm going to do it. Not a science. If you're baking, then you're an idiot. Oh, put in an extra three cups of milk. Not going to end well. Right? Put in an extra. I love three leches cake. Put an extra half stick of butter in your scrambled eggs. No one's going to complain about that. Just make her <laughs> scrambled eggs with a full stick of butter in the okay. morning. To crack, literally put a full. I will do this. I will do this on Valentine's Day. I will put a stick you know, of butter in the pan, melt it, and then put in like 10 eggs all whipped up. I'll pour in about a half cup of milk, maybe a full cup if I want to make it really fluffy. Mm -hmm, Stir it up, mm -hmm. put some cheese on that. Mm -hmm. I call it the dairy love boat. Yeah, it is a Valentine's it sounds delicious. It is a Valentine's Day special. We will put the recipe for that that Cody just went through very quickly up on the Facebook page. So you can get that. It's a southern <laughs> recipe. You only serve it with sweet tea, uh, which is 50% sugar, 50% water, 1% yeah. tea leaves. I want the full barometer of how bad of a cook I am. I mm -hmm. just learned how to make scrambles scrambled eggs uh, last year for uh, the missus. I just figured out how that process works. And I did go off book and not listen to the recipe and did make very soupy eggs a couple times. That is, is me two months ago. Here's, here's my tip. Follow the recipe the first time. All and right. then, then you know. taste it and you go, yeah. okay, all right, this is, and you got it. You got to have oh, baking, you, baking. You can't mess up baking. You can't, you got to follow recipes to the, no, no, to you the have letter. to be, you have to create a signature dish. It's like I, anything else you do. I, you I understand eat. that. Like if I'm I were a contestant on the voice, I don't sing the song like the artist. I sing it like me. Right. And that's why you go home and somebody who, <laughs> somebody who studies it and makes it a little more palatable, they get to go okay. to Hollywood. Mm -hmm. um, Everybody's know. telling me the same advice. I'm not listening to anyone, but I'm not an arrogant person. This is a very humble person oh, ignoring everyone's advice. I don't. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Marta. You're, and that's what I was trying to say to him, Marta, but he doesn't want to listen. I'm not going to know how to make something. Then you can change it. Then you can add and subtract and uh, I think, do something else. I think else. that Curiosity once covered a story about how failure is the best way to learn. I think Probably. there was something like that. 
Probably. Actually, the best yeah. way to learn is teaching someone else. That's true. Oh. It's oh. called the the Temin effect, I think. No, that's a different one. It, I don't remember the name of the rule, but the best way to uh, yeah learn something is to teach someone else how to do it. Actually, right. but here's the thing: this fail. is his Valentine's Day dinner. It's got to be edible. Cocktail. We it's we have we have the the base product that that, and then the effort comes in with the salmon that's going to go rogue. Marta does blast your uh, Marta does blast your analogy that you have to know how to sing beforehand. So okay. you go on the voice, you know how to sing, and then you can change it up. It's just like what we're telling you. But, you know, listen, <laughs> you're going to do what you I've want. I've written it down. You're going to give Betty You're gonna give Betty some food poisoning for Valentine's Day. Uh -oh. uh, it's going to be explosive diarrhea. It's, it's going to no. be fun. Uh, you're going to get worms from undercooked fish. It's mm -hmm. going to be great. It's going to be uh, fun. By the way, I want to mention one other thing now since we're talking about my cooking. I was a cook at Applebee's. I don't know if I've mentioned it before. In uh, college, I was hired to cook at an Applebee's. And I still know very little about cooking. You were America's favorite neighbor? I was one of them. I was I was oh. on the flat top. I did the flat top stuff in the middle, which shrimp was a big thing on the flat top. So mm -hmm. I did those. But they were all pre-seasoned. They were, I just flipped them on. And then actually, to be totally honest, there was a, a an older Mexican woman who would finish my cooking for me. So like I would put it on the flat top and she'd take it off when it was ready. So, so you're going to start this and make Betty finish? I, that would be that would be on point. She's a younger Mexican woman. But, things. All right. Yeah. Question. She probably will get involved when she sees me break some things. The the funny the funniest part of this is going to be when you agonize over this meal and then you present <laughs> it to her and then you say, "Hey, here's here's a meal." And then she looks at you and she's like, "Why are you doing this?" Because oh. she doesn't know what Valentine's Day is. She does. Well, she knows what oh, it is. Oh, okay, We're good we've celebrated it several times. I never thought to ask her if she knew about it before me. Mm. I've never thought of that. Mm. That would have been great. Here's well, then you, we can go back to the rest of your life when you didn't know about it. Roger wants to know if you followed the recipes at Applebee's. Um, again, the recipes were very interesting at Applebee's because they were pre-made by other members of staff. Right. I would put them on the flat top, and then this other woman would take them off. That's literally the I did that job for like six months, and I never took any items off. And whenever I did, they'd inevitably get set back, and then like someone would microwave it and send it back out. But I, I had a job I, for six months doing that. With that description, I, I'm hard-pressed to agree that you were a cook. You, <laughs> you were a food placer. You no, placed food I on a cook. flat top. They hired a cook. I went in to apply for a, a waiter job, and they're like, well, we don't have any waiter positions. Would you like to cook? And I told, I will not uh, joke to, I shit you not, is what I would say in this situation. I apologize for the, uh, but I looked her in the eyes, and I said, I don't think I'm good at cooking anything. She goes, you're hired. We'll take you. <laughs> hey, it's Applebee's. Come on in. <laughs> right. It'll be fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Now, Marta says, how about you cook dinner tomorrow and the next day and the next day? Don't save it up. Practice. Practice, practice, No, practice. see, Betty's a really good cook. So it's yeah. almost the judge there is like, we could have a really delicious meal tonight. Do you ever Greg, do you, start learning? Do you ever sit in there and watch her and ask her questions and show She's interest in your wife? Or do you before? make her serve you and you just sit out there like the Lord of the castle and I, the demand that one. she brings you food? Craig, here's and what you do. I demand nothing. Uh, she is the boss. She'll hit me with a shoe if I do so. But she likes cooking. She enjoy. I think, Noonan, you probably like it more than the missus. I do. I See, enjoy it. It's easy then. It's a win-win for all involved because every night when we decide what to eat or even for every other meal, uh, she looks at the kitchen, I look at the kitchen, and she wants to go there, and I do not. And so Craig, that's how it works. Craig, play to your strengths then. Uh, do something, right? She's good at cooking and likes it. You're not, apparently, and don't. So just, no. dude, 
make like what are you good at you good at radio right record like an hour-long profession <laughs> of your love and like make it really cute and like all okay. these bullet points and give it to her and be like hey i made a podcast for you make it really sweet oh. or cut up a bunch of construction paper and fling it all over oh. when you, you can make like a sandwich it doesn't matter what you give her just like recreate the experience of the snow dude yeah, you got you got this. You got this. I'm going to make the salmon and I'm going to go off book and I will report back after that happens. Bye, Cody. Good luck. Thank you. Roger I says he likes go, cooking and baking. I actually got to go get some insulin. I'll be right back. Oh, my Lord. Are you all right? Uh, yeah, I'm diabetic, though. Oh, well, okay. but we'll we see knew, if he comes we back. In, I guess. We intuited that from you had to go get insulin. Not that no, I didn't. I, I was I like, didn't? maybe he just loves insulin. But I forgot. It could be. Who doesn't like insulin? Who doesn't? Right. I love it. You never know how much you like it till you, your pancreas is worthless. I was going to say, I love I it so much, my pancreas does it, does it for me. For all I knew, at the start of the show, Clamato could have been insulin until you explained to me what Clamato actually was. Yeah, Clamato. I had, I had never heard of it until friends of mine who were from Wisconsin were making, we were having a, a football party and they were making Bloody Marys with Clamato. Mm, now, I've see. never heard, never heard of, uh, I had never heard of Clamato. Yeah. I've never and used it. Since, no, I've never used it since. Okay. <laughs> so the opposite. Uh, I wanted I just to say because, this to you, Noonan. Yes. Oh, go ahead. No, please. Um, Bruce Lee uh, was, well, not Bruce Lee. Obviously, he can't be. But Kareem Abdul-Jabbar recently said that Bruce Lee would be a huge fan of Cobra Kai if he were around now to see the show and maybe be in it. Bruce Lee to me, I know it's a bit odd. That would have been the most amazing thing to put into Cobra Kai is a legitimate karate human. So I think if we can't get Bruce Lee, obviously he's no longer with us. I think Jackie Chan has to be in this TV show and or, I don't know, name your favorite karate famous movie star human. And we need that person in the next season of Cobra Kai. I, first of all, I don't even know if we need another season of Cobra Kai. This last no. one was ridiculous. No. It, it, it was ridiculous. Like it. We're going to have one more. They can have one more season, but that's got to be okay. it. Because I, I had reviewed this before on the show for anyone that does not remember that, which I assume is everyone. And I said that I liked it, even though it probably wasn't as well written as the first season because the, the nostalgia is still there. You didn't like it, Noonan? This third season was ridiculous. Only okay. because, first of all, and I, I, I watched all the episodes. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, but as I'm watching the third season, I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, I, know it's a, I know it's a goofy show, but yeah. is there... Are we going to keep straining reality this much that nobody, somebody kicked a kid over a balcony at a school and broke his neck and put him in a coma. And all they did was ban karate. That was Hold it. on. The kid went to jail. Robbie went to prison. He, he did, but nobody else. There's no, there doesn't seem to be anything else. It's all like, uh, Oh wow. Marta is not a fan of the Cobra of Kai. Cobra Kai. Now it's, you know, did, did we need to see Crease's backstory this time? I don't know. John Crease. Uh, they're all just there's there's no consequences. It's on, almost though, like I, it's me, almost like it, Cobra Kai is the Republican Party. There are no consequences for their actions. Oh, you want to you want to shift? Well, to no, me, I don't want to shift it. No, it's fine. Any more of of the Karate Kid is okay. They could do it for twelve years, and it could be bad for the next I no, don't know nine. I, I guess that are left. I'd still watch. I was happy to see Elizabeth Shue come back. Yes, uh, I enjoy. You know, I one I enjoyed her back then. I enjoy her now. Uh, I would hope that maybe the new uh, the new police captain in that district is Chuck Norris, and he comes in and he Walker Texas Rangers all these kids. He's a, he, 
He's spin kicks on some of them. Uh, you know, they can't be, you can't be doing this in my town, kids. Whack. And then he takes Danny and Johnny, uh, and they have a big, uh, you know, the, the four man smackdown with Crease and Chuck right. schools them all. See, if Chuck Norris were in the show, again, that, that helped save the show. I just thought it was so interesting that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar thought that Bruce Lee would be a fan, and that got my brain working as to what other huge karate humans in this world deserve to have some arc on the next Cobra Kai. I also don't believe Bruce Lee would have been a fan of Cobra Kai. I think he could have been. I mean, it's it's any form of that. I'm If you're a, a movie star who's that actually good at karate, you want that art form to be expressed in all kinds of entertainment, right? So maybe for that, purpose alone he'd be a fan i never i never uh, am confident i'm never confident that... oh, it's prop night it's prop night on the show oh my god this is like a bad open mic night at the funny bone circuit 1987 where all the prop acts come in bad or oh, good horrible I didn't, I didn't see you there sirs am i correct in recalling that a cosplay that a lop would get a COVID vaccine. <laughs> Is that correct, sir? The yeah, but you do have to be in your 70s or 80s. You can't be. Not you, buddy. I have your COVID vaccine, sir. That is what I would like. Roger, the wheels were not on the bus today. For, the, for those of you just listening, uh, Cody has now joined us again in a uh, green hooded cloak. He's in a Link costume. He's in a what? A Link costume. He's dressed Lance as Link. Link. Secret, I'm secret chimp. Zelda. Star. You're, what? You're Zelda? I'm not. Zelda's a girl. Z right. He's he's looking for Princess Zelda. Is that right? This is... Yeah. This is Zelda. This is Zelda, which oh, I had Lord. handy because that's the type of life I live. This I'm is now creepy. I'm not a virgin. Yeah. A life-sized Link holding a toy Zelda feels weird to me in real life. Is my life size, size? This is my. I'm life size link. This is small link. This is Zelda. This is. Let me link. clarify. Did you go and get insulin or heroin? Which, which one did you go and get? Cocaine? I went to get the summoning spell for the vaccine. <laughs> it has you, oh, man. Are you having a reaction? Give it to me. One does not have reactions. Every so often, every so often, hold on, uh, pause for a quick second. We, both Noonan and I, have accused Cody of being a troll on this on this show. And we have no better piece of video to turn to now, next time he denies it, than him dressing up as Link and playing that little, what is it again? What is that thing called? It's Your little ocarina. ocarina. Yeah, I knew I got it before it was there. Yes, there's no better example of the fact that Cody sometimes trolls the show than this moment right now. I troll not, for thy tongue should be held. Sally's right. He looks like Marty Feldman. Yeah. I don't know. From young Frankenstein. It's no. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Mel Brooks, you fan, Cody? Um, yes, Melton Brooks, uh, big fan. Big fan. <laughs> what are you guys Name two of his films. Not Young Frankenstein, because I already said that. Um, Full Metal Jacket and 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> Gotta if give it to him, Craig. Done, he got it. If he had ever done a Full Metal Jacket, that would have been a hell of a movie. Mel Brooks, Full Metal Jacket. Wait, who are producers? Spaceballs, the Man? best movie ever made. The funniest comedy of all time. And Blazing mm -hmm. Saddles. 
Blazing Saddles is great. Those are actually the only two I can name. (laughs) (laughs) He made more. He did make more. Silent movie. Um, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Did he do that's a great one? Yeah, Robin Hood Men in Tights is a very good one. History of the World Part One. Um, yes. With P Boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused yes. with Craig. No, there was no ocean in the movie. There was just mm-hmm. a bucket. Shake it. Oh. I love that you have these costumes and props just like right there in your office. They're, they're there, right? That's the coolest part of my um life. Oh, uh, high anxiety. Roger said that. That is the coolest part of your life. It's what makes me interesting to anyone. Anyone? Mm-hmm. Right. You too. I, what I mean, else you got on your what else you got on your list there, Cody? What else would you say makes me interesting? You can all you can, we need now is dim lighting and Cody eating a McRib. That comes from producer Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the deep cut callback from producer Dan. Well Very done. Very nice, Dan. Very That's, nice. I have something I want to it's kind of an auspicious timing to show this off, but I do want to show this off. Um, because I, I meant before today, Brian, before events of today, they'll remain unnamed. Uh, I was planning on showing you this. Uh, my, my parents were at an antique mall and found this rad hat. So check this out, right? So I put on the hat, right? Oh, well, I can't really put it on all these headphones. Let's do this. You all do that? Okay. All right. All right. So I put it on backwards, and you can you can see it if I get up close. Ah, can you see that? Goose Island Brewing Company. Goose Island Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. That That's just icing on the cake. That's not even the point of the hat. That's just a happy coincidence that I like yeah. Goose Island. Here's the real deal. Uh-oh. All right. Are we ready? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Wow. A Spike WGN Radio 720 hat. A Spike Odell WGN Radio Wow. Yeah, it uh, looks in good condition. It doesn't even look like it's been worn. Never worn. Never worn. It's so it's so perfect. Huh. It's it's uh, it's great. Yeah, but they found – I was Spike's last intern before he retired. Um, and, you know – Were you I, the reason he retired? Of course. <laughs> Come on. I used to, I used Did to you dress up as Link for a show? Walk, <laughs> every I'd day walk, i'd walk right. just as link playing the ocarina of course right like, did you I mean, own the ocarina at the time now i know why you retired by the yeah. way diane does ask a pressing and important question do you dress up to entertain dr mrs cody and or i assume or could also be there young junior cody i mean i would say that's what i'm doing for valentine's day but i don't dress <laughs> and tell wow <laughs> that would be so um, creepy I do have to leave, gentlemen. Uh, I don't know that? if I've I've made I don't know if I've made this abundantly clear on the show, but I do have a I have a bedtime, and so oh. I have to bed. I can't make it through till till ten o'clock, week in and week out. So uh, it's been a fun time. Enjoyed the show. I like it's always Cody's fun. Yeah. Uh, you will be back next week. You and Cody. Here's an announcement before you leave. Uh, I will not be here next week. So Cody and Craig will be doing uh, doing this solo. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Radio. I guess I'll have to break my bedtime. I can't Radio. leave Cody alone for the last part of the show, can I? Oh, you just God. do an hour if you need to. Yeah. Ratings will plummet. No, actually, Craig no, and I have people... already been talking about it, mostly because I thought that that was this week and not next week. But we oh, what to... kind of things were you planning? So wait, you're you're planning the show that you're just doing with Craig, but when I'm here, you just uh, stroll in. Can I be cloak. honest about something? I could tell that Cody thought it was this week, and I didn't correct it, but I knew it wasn't. Okay. And I, I, I could tell with the ideas he was sending me. I'm like, these are great ideas. We'll hold on to these for a week. I, guess, I, I think Cody, when, when I'm here. Noonan, I think Cody also assumes I'm going to bring nothing to the table. I think all this is saying is that without Noonan, Cody was worried about the quality of the program. Yeah. 
You sent me a page of stuff later today, earlier today, Brian. I, I was like, oh, wait, Brian's on tonight? Oh, okay, good. We're good. He's yeah, good. we're fine. I don't oh, have wait, to keep give me, give me one of these right. ideas that you came up with when you're brainstorming for shows that I'm not here. I may uh, I may come on just to surprise you idiots. Well, um, there was a time when I hosted a radio show and one of the guests I had on every Monday at five o'clock was Cody Goff. And he talked about curiosity daily. And we'd go through a lot of the topics that I had heard because I'm actually a listener to the program. Okay. So I, I'd heard in the past week and then he previewed a few things. Wow. We were going to do a version of that on That's the old quarantine nice. cast. We could yeah. do that. We could do that here. But, you know. I know. We could. But then, but then Brian, then Brian, people yes, wouldn't Cody. be able to see your hilarious and zany reactions to me cosplaying as Link halfway into a show, playing the Ocarina yeah. and demanding a COVID vaccine. We could. Right. Why, why do they have to be mutually exclusive? That's true. Because, because you do, you do so many good things already, Noonan. You don't need this. I'm not, this one no, listen, I, no, 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 Let's, let's see how it goes next week, Brian. It's going to be fantastic. Like it, then we can, we can bring it back. It can be a segment. We can. Oh, if, if, if they like it, maybe we'll bring you back. Is that what you said to me? Mm -hmm. He did. Wow. All right. He did. All right. Well, gentlemen, how I have quickly to go. They forget. Lovely. Uh, no Craig, good yet. luck. Uh, good luck with uh, whatever you're doing. Peeing in the Thank ocean, you. eating a drinking Clamato. Yep. And making food in the uh, coming days. Making food. Yeah, make some All food. Right. Do, do, one, do a warm-up before Valentine's Day. I got to find that woman that used to finish the uh, stuff I started at Applebee's. She would that be would, a huge help in the kitchen. She would be a big help. Good All luck right. with See that. You guys. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. Miss you. Kisses. I'll miss him on Valentine's Day. Will you really? Yeah, Bye. you guys have a weird relationship. We do. We used to spend a lot of time together on Valentine's Day. Hmm. Cuddling, if I if I'm not mistaken. So wait, so you really you really have all kinds of things that you were planning to do tonight when it was just you and Craig. And then once you once you realized I was here, then you just gave up? No, that was literally it. I was like, he was like, Do you want to do the show when Brian's out? Because you told us you're like, you know. Yeah, no, I told you last week that I wasn't gonna be here. Right. And I, I said, if you want it, I'll give you, you know. You and I right. will talk and uh, yeah. But I miss, so I, I, miss I knew you guys were going to do it. Right. I misread the date. So literally all I said to him was like, well, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if I want to do it uh, because, because I'm just so hateable. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to make people mad. So let's, let's, I don't know. I'll think about it. And then I thought about it and I was like, ah, I'll do it. It'll be fun. And then uh, yeah. I said, we used to do, like, literally, I just used to do a segment on his show at WJBC every week for like, the whole time he was there, basically, right. and I would, we would do like a little like curiosity lightning round where he'd be like, "Tell me about this story," and we'd riff for a minute. And it was really short because, like, of the nature of terrestrial radio. Right? right? Like, yeah, the format, the formatted in, uh, Bloomington. It was you know a few minutes here, then another few minutes, like any radio station. Anywhere, yeah, anywhere, yeah. right, right. So we, you know, we we have time for like two, a couple quick ones, and then a quick yeah. break, and then a couple quick ones, and then we're out. So, but it was really fun uh, doing it yeah. with him. Um, yeah, I always loved when I did my, I forget what day I did, Wednesday maybe. Yeah. But yeah, it was always a blast. Yeah, yeah. No, you've, and yeah, you've been on Craig too. He's like, it's just fun to do. So I was like, let's just do that because um, it's a thing that we haven't done or whatever. He's like, okay. That was pretty much the extent of the planning. Uh, I think I plan. was going to work on some other stuff for that night slash tonight, but then I got the text from you and then, uh, yeah, and then I was just like, yeah. I just kind of showed up, but no, I, there were other things I was going to plan for the next time you were around. Um, but I don't, okay. So like two weeks ago, 
the men are, I was going to do the men are pigs thing two weeks ago, but I forgot about it like right before the show. And then it just didn't uh, show up. And that's why it was a week late. There were like two things I had earlier today. And I was like, let's do these when Brian is on. And then I forgot about him because I didn't think it was till next week. And then you were like, we're doing tonight. And then I was like, oh, now I don't remember them. So now I'll remember them next week. And now we'll do them two weeks from now. I'm well, like write, write things down. That's why I have, I write stuff down yeah. as I'm going along through in the week. I did. And I'm like, that. oh, yeah. It's all right. Listen, we all prep different. You know me. I love to over prep. I have a two hour show on Saturday at TMJ, and I've already, you know, I've got like eight hours worth of stuff. Mm -hmm. I've got a couple, a couple guests, eight hours worth of stuff. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. No, you're no. And the other thing, and I've also been very scatterbrained with like um, <clears throat> the curtains and the blinds are coming from my office Friday. Okay. The trim, I've got eight foot sliding glass doors. I think people have seen these. So my office is like floor to ceiling window, right? Yeah. Well, when they installed the trim, for whatever reason, uh, there's like the two, you know, there's the trim on, the, on each side and then one big block of trim across the top. And then on the corners where they meet, there's like a rectangular block. The rectangular block stuck out from the, uh, from the wall. So it was like deeper, right? It added an inch of depth to the whole thing. Well, when the curtains people came, they were like, we don't know if we can put in curtains with that kind of clearance because with the block, it came out like too far from the wall. So I said, no problem. I will, rem I will push the block closer to the wall. So, um, I went to remove that block and I realized that it like this, there was stuff behind it. It wasn't flush against the wall. It was kind of weird. Anyway, I had to kind of like cut something, but then I had to like reinstall the trim. So like earlier this week, I had to get a, uh, a finishing gun. Oh, a Brad nailer, finishing nailer, whatever it is, 18 yeah. gauge kind of a thing, which they're expensive by the way. Um, but I'm planning on um, learning how to do more trim in okay. the future. Like I, I want to like learn how to do baseboards and like chair rails and stuff like that. I just want to like update some stuff in the house. So I'm like, whatever, it's an investment. We'll take it. But, but anyway, that became a whole thing. I would like, I would like push in the, uh, the nail and it would bend in half because uh. behind it was like brick or rock or something yeah um so i just had some trouble with it and then i'm like sanding it and then i paint it and then the paint doesn't quite match so i'm like oh i used the wrong white paint because there's seven hundred fifty thousand colors of white paint so it's like slightly yellow that's okay roger i didn't you know it's it can't get everything from you i still use your drill um but yeah anyway so like i'm doing this stuff all day like my office every other day has been covered in plastic and like sandpaper everywhere like it's, it's <laughs> all over the place and i'm like trying to get all this done uh, there's just a lot going on. Um, time crunches and I got a baby that screams a lot. Sleep has been weird lately. Yeah. Is he, is, going through, is he in a growth spurt or something? No, he's just a five month old baby and they cry a lot and they wake up a lot and they yell a lot. Yeah. So, they, that's what babies do. They poop, they pee, they scream. Yeah. That's what they do. They don't help you put up the trim. Mm -mm. Lazy, mm -hmm. lazy babies. You. I told him to shovel for like three days. He wouldn't do it. So I had to sh yeah. I shoveled my entire driveway, by the way. Man, you picked a bad time to start shoveling your entire driveway. I couldn't feel my lower back on Tuesday. This, the last two weeks, I've, uh, last year I sold my snowblower and I would, was good. I haven't used it in years. Man, oh man, I missed my snowblower uh, the last two weeks. It was insane. It's, 
everybody got hit pretty hard, you know? Um, so how many times did you go out? Did you just do it once or did you do it? Uh... I actually, I actually went out like the night before it even snowed just to like kind of touch up my driveway a little bit. Cause I knew it was coming. Right. Then it came and I, yeah, I did the, you know, we wake up in the morning and the sidewalk has like five inches. Right. So I went out, um, actually, I think my wife went out first because I was like, I'm going to go out, but then I, she wanted me to watch the kids. So I just did that. So she, she went out first and she did most of the, she did one line in the sidewalk. Okay. And then I went out and I did the rest of it. So it's, you know, the, it was wide. Yeah. And then I did, I did both ends of the drive. My driveway is like two car lengths long, like two and a half, three, maybe. So I'm not, yeah. it's not a giant driveway, but it's, it's, it's big enough big enough it's big enough it's pretty, to it's pretty, it might not be super wide but it's it, you got good length to that driveway yeah yeah no it's 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 yeah so yeah. uh but yeah i uh so i i didn't really know a good uh like a good process so i i outlined it so i did both edges just to know where the pavement ends because i don't yeah. want to drive in my neighbor's yard or over mine so i i outlined it and then cut in a little so it was about a car width but with a bunch in the middle, but it was, you know, it was like eight inches high. So I'm like, oh, I can't crazy. drive over this. And so I went in out like probably three times that day, but I, I got it all done. And then uh, you mentioned this, then the snowplow comes. Oh. And I cut this, I, 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 because of what you had said about it, I cut an extra wide berth and whatever. So I'm like, okay, it's extra. I, I went into the street, shoveled, uh, you know, part of the street out through, yep. you know, in, in the lawns. I'm like, okay, I can get out. Yeah, no, no. They made it. They made it so that I am like tight oh, when I go in and out. But I, I can do in and out. I just had to do a little extra shoveling yesterday. Yeah, it was, I you know, and this is one. Oh, excuse me. This was one where they were predicting it, and I was like, this one's coming. You know, I, there, there's too many. All everything's lining up. This one's not going to miss us. So I got up Sunday morning and I looked. And I was like, oh, and I didn't really want to do it, but Debbie was going to make. Debbie was going to make like a, a brunch for us. So I said, all right, when you put this egg bake in the oven, I know that's an hour. I said, so I'll go out and I'll start, I'll start working and then I'll come in and have breakfast and brunch or whatever. And then I'll go back out. Well, all I had shoveled was the deck, the three steps down to the yard and the little sidewalk, the, the walkway from the back gate to the garage. And that took me about an hour. And because in our backyard, it was drifting too. Roger, love you too. He's got to run. We'll talk to you soon. Hi, Roger. Um, so there were points in this, just in the, and it's not as wide as the regular sidewalk. You know, it's the, like the gangway back, back sidewalk. There were points where it was almost two feet, the drifts. And then it would go down to like eight inches. And then it'd be, and I was like, oh my God. And it was that heavy, the Widowmaker snow. Plus, I still had a giant pile out there from the last time. Well, I get all of a sudden, Debbie, I'm just about to go out of the back gate and start doing the gangway down to the front sidewalk. And Debbie's like, okay, it's all done. And I was like, I can't. I'm going to have to. I said, you go ahead and eat. I can't take a break now mm -hmm. because I've got to at least finish the gangway and the sidewalk. And then I can take a break. So all in all, that, that part took me like almost two hours to get everything to get the sidewalk shoveled and shoveled down to the street and all that. And thankfully 
I learned a lesson a long time ago. I keep the garage usable. So both our cars can fit in the garage. That's the only saving grace. Mm -hmm. So I get that all shoveled. And as I we're eating breakfast and I'm taking a break, I'm looking and more snow is falling. And I'm like, oh, and I was like, okay, this is going to be, the next time is going to be easy because it's only going to be a couple inches, but I had to do the alley to get out of the garage. Mm. I go out and I open the garage door and I'm not exaggerating. The drift up on the garage door was up to my knee. What? Yeah. It was past, Debbie has a Kia Soul. It was past her bumper. Oh my I was gosh. like, this is going to take, this is going to take a while. I worked on the alley for an hour and 45 minutes just to get the apron of our garage cleaned off and enough taken off the top of the rest of the alley, you know, across from us so that I knew we could get the car out. And then I have to go kitty corner from us. Those people either never use their garage or never shovel. It doesn't, but I have to shovel part of there so I can swing out wide to get into my garage. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey. I felt like I, I'd gone to the gym like 18 times that day. It was it insanity. Was, it was pretty, I'll turn my headphones down a little bit. It was brutal. I gotta say, uh, the other thing is, um, <clears throat> last week we kind of hit a, you know how like, uh, over the last 10 months we've all run into this uh, the last year now, I guess we've all run almost. into this, right? Like, you'll go a while maybe being isolated and then you just get to a point where you're just like, I gotta do something. Right. Yeah. So my parents told me that they had gone uh, to a couple of antique malls in rock. And they just, they were like, we didn't really you know, buy anything. That's where they got the, the spike Odell. Yeah. Super cool. Right. Like they, so they're, they're like, you know, we went, we probably walked 10 miles or whatever it was, you know, yeah. but yeah, you know, you don't go near people. They're pretty big. Uh, everybody's got their masks on, uh, you know, COVID cases are fortunately down in, in a lot of places. So like mm -hmm. the, you know, we're, if you got to go somewhere, you know, it's, there are worse times he could have gone right now, now right. you know, and we just hit that point last week. We're like, we have to go somewhere or we're okay. going to go insane. And I'm my wife and I love each other. Like we're so, we're both super, super happy and fortunate and lucky. And we've got our beautiful baby. Like I'm not complaining, but yeah, you got to get out sometimes. Yeah. So we planned all week, like all week last week. Finally, we hit this wall and we're like, we're going to go Sunday. Sunday, we're going to go to Rockford. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I didn't. We're going to go to Rockford, yeah. we'll drop off the baby. My parents can watch him for a bit. And yeah, no, none of that happened. No. Nothing. Snow hits. No, Saturday. I didn't move. I didn't move the car Sunday or Monday. Yeah, no, no, because it started what noon on Saturday and stopped at 6 p.m. Sunday. No, yeah. it got, it started because that was the day. So I, we got our shots early and, and I left, and I left my mom's at, I don't know, two thirty. By the time I got back up here, uh, I'm like my dad in this way. I had to fill up the gas tank. I wanted a full mm -hmm. tank of gas. I don't know why I wasn't going anywhere, but I filled up the gas, and it was just starting to snow. And I got home here at about four o'clock, and it was, it was just starting. And then um, we were like, well, I had bought groceries, and I was like, we're cooking tomorrow. Da, 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 da. Do you want to get some? Getting going to get some Thai food. And the Thai place is eight blocks from my house, probably uh, two blocks south. Not even that far. I mean, three blocks south and a block uh, and a block west. Like a four-minute drive. Not even. Yeah. Wow. I went out at six thirty, and I'm like, oh boy, this is. It was getting treacherous at six thirty. I'm like, I'm parking the car, and that's it. And then you just hunker down and watch. Mike wanted to know where I put the snow when I do the alley, and that it that's. 
for anybody who has to shovel an alley, you know that's a big thing. So I either either put there's between my garage and the next door neighbor's garage, there's a I don't know, maybe a three or four foot gap where we both have fence, but there's no gate. So mm. I put it there. Then directly behind my house, those neighbors don't have a garage. So I can put snow in, they have a chain link fence, but no garage. So I can put the snow over there. And then when I shovel out the part of my other neighbors that, so I can make the turn, I pilot between, you know, their, the garage and the fence so that there's big piles, but it's not blocking anybody. That's um, tricky. It is tricky because there's nowhere to put it. Yeah. Because there's just limited real estate out there and our garbage cans are out in the alley. And so you can't block somebody's garbage cans. And right. You know, I was paranoid about throwing snow in my neighbor's yard, which is dumb, right? Like I'm sure yeah, that's my, my driveway is right up against their lawn, but it's like it's snow and it's snow their yard. No, it's different. If, if they had shoveled their driveway and you were throwing your sh snow into their driveway. Yeah. Then you got to worry if you're yeah. throwing it onto their grass. Yeah. No, no. But so we cancel our Sunday plans. Yes. Huge bummer. We, it, it was, you know, winter wonderland is very pretty out. It's beautiful. Did you, you take know? the baby out in the snow? Um, not yet. Okay. Well, he's been out a couple of times, but not when it was snowing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so Sunday doesn't happen. So tomorrow Ooh. my folks were supposed to come out and they like to come out one, once a week, every week or two on a weekday and just watch the baby. Right. Like my wife yeah. and I work remotely from home. You know, when you can only listen to him scream so much while you're uh, in Excel spreadsheets or editing a podcast or something before you're like, ah, I can use a little break maybe. Yeah. So tomorrow was going to be that day. Well, guess what the forecast says about tomorrow. Snow, icy, rainy. Yeah. So these are literally the only two social plans we've made for February. And we didn't have a whole lot in January. So like... It's getting pretty frustrating. Uh, so I'm and this weekend is supposed to be bitterly cold. You know, and that's the thing. So they were they were thinking that you know they're planning on actually coming out this weekend. And I saw snow in the forecast out here in Lombard, but it's supposed to be so cold that I guess that's it, that makes the snow less likely, right? Because it doesn't usually. Snow. Yeah, I hadn't heard about snow until tonight, and then they were talking about snow on the weekend. But they, yeah, they're saying it's so. It, I don't know. It's supposed to be horrible. Yeah. That's kind of why I've been, that's how I know sometimes that I have, uh, I am embracing being older because I watched and besides having to do the sidewalks and the alley and stuff, I also had to dig a big area in the yard for the dogs to go to the bathroom because the snow was so deep. They were able to leap through the snow to, to move around, but there was nowhere for them to squat, to do their business. Mm. So I had to, I shoveled an area in our backyard, like a big loop. I along the garage, up the fence, then across the yard, back to the sidewalk. Because the first time I had only shoveled across the garage and left a big area in the corner and Gidget walked back there and then couldn't figure out how to go to get out. So she just ended up having to hop through the giant drifts. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll do some more. But then the dogs are going to my mom's next week. And I was like, oh no. Her backyard, they're, they're not going to be able to go there too. So Ooh. I looked at the weather and I was like, all right, today it's supposed to be 38 and sunny. The rest of the weekend, it's going to be either snowing or below zero. I'm going out today. So I had to go out and in her backyard, I had to shovel a big path and area so that they could go 
go out to the bathroom. Um, it's, it's something you don't think about. And then it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's the that's another real. I used to take in our old house when I had the snowblower and it was that bad in the backyard and it would drift and stuff. I would take the snowblower and just drive it along the lawn to make room for them to go to the bathroom because it wow. never got down into the grass. It didn't chew up the grass, but it it took off enough snow where they could go out and do their business. Yikes. So I have to shovel in for everybody. It's, it's crazy. Just crazy. Linda wants us to have Roger on again sometime. Someone earlier said that he should tell his story about doing LSD. Did he do LSD? No, his getting stuck on Lakeshore Drive, his big snow story. He's told oh, it on okay. here. He's, okay. he's told it on here a bunch. Mm -hmm. And he was making, I will say, I love Roger. Man, he was getting some mileage out of it because last the other day was the 10th anniversary, and he was on a couple different radio shows talking about it. It was the 10th? 10th anniversary of that blizzard. We are old. Yeah, we've been around a long time. I was like, holy cow. Because I was doing sports night at that point, and they brought us down and put us up at a hotel. They were like, can you get in early before the snow starts? So we came down. I came down to do the show on whatever the first or whatever whatever night it was all starting to snow, and I they gave me they got me a hotel. So I was able to park. I parked in the GN lot and walked across the street to the hotel. I was at the courtyard by Marriott, and did the show that night and it snowed and snowed and snowed and then stayed, stayed downtown. So I could do the show the next night and they had us on call in case people couldn't, sh couldn't get in or couldn't show up. But my car was in the GN lot, just completely buried back when we had a parking lot. Cause we were in Tribune tower. Yeah. Back when we were at GN, man, I, I may have had a worse experience than Roger on Lakeshore drive today. I'm what not happened? sure. What were you doing on Lakeshore Drive? I had to drive into downtown Chicago. Wow. So I haven't been to my office at Discovery in a year because pandemic, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. So they implemented this clean desk program. I guess it's easier to wipe down and sanitize all the desks if, you know, there oh. aren't any knickknacks, artwork, all that stuff. So they're like, look, we're, we're just going to pack up everybody's stuff. Or you, you, They said, you can come in and pack up your stuff and you can bring it. Or we'll have movers pack everything at your desk and then do curbside pickup. Oh. I was like, you can't pay me to go into that place. So any, any building, right? I'm not right, right, right. any high-rise building in downtown Chicago. Sorry, I'm high-risk. No thanks. So like curbside pickup, great. So I uh, I got to go downtown. It's like a half-hour drive, right? It's like 30, It was like 34 minutes, right? Not bad. No, that's not bad from where you are. No. And uh, my kid was getting fussy and my wife had to do some work. So I was like, let me just take him, throw him in the back. He'll pass right out. Like the second you get on the highway, they pass out, right? And then yeah, he did. Well, yeah. I know what you're thinking is going to happen, but he did. So he passes right out, right? I get on the highway. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm, I'm having a grand old time. Pull in. It's funny because Discovery is like a block away from WGN. So oh, I okay. I kept thinking, I'm like, is my, is my GP? Because I just, I just punched in work, you know, take me to work. And I was like, does this think I'm going to WGN? <laughs> um, I, I literally drove right by it. I mean, I, I was like, okay, but no, it's like a block away. So I get there, I get in the parking garage, it's a little confusing, get in there, park the car. All right, come bring this stuff down the elevator. Give me my box of stuff. And I, you know, then the baby gets fussy. Oh, now we stopped. Like, why'd you stop the car? Now I'm, yeah, going. hey. Now I'm gonna, yeah, start crying. You know, I'm like, maybe he needs a diaper change. He kind of smells. He's gassy. 
<laughs> diaper change. I got the bag. I got a mat. You know, I got all that stuff. Yeah, cool. you're ready to go. You're a prepared father. Prepared father. I changed his diaper real quick. It's not even dirty. It's you know, whatever. Uh, it's pretty clean. Um, so I'm like, okay, quick diaper change. Put him in the seat. We're good. Cool. Bring the box down. Fantastic. Then he kind of starts to melt down. And I'm like, all right, I got to get back on the highway so we can end this meltdown and just right. get back. The problem, what really like started to make this miserable. I actually could kind of tune him out at this point because, like, you you learn. Yeah. You probably learned, right? Yeah. At some point, you go, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of tuned him out. Like, I didn't mind having a screaming infant in the back seat. What I minded was, at this moment, it my body just decided that I had to go to the bathroom, like, oh. more than I ever have. I oh, I just no. had to pee so bad so so bad oh. like, i couldn't right because i'm not going to go in a building no i have a baby with me who's now crying which sure separate issue but i i just gotta go so they bring the stuff down i turn my key to turn on my car won't start you're kidding and i'm looking and i'm like I'm in a parking garage. Oh no. Uh, I don't know anything about cars. I don't know if this is a battery, a gas station. Like I don't I mean, I had like a half, more than a half tank. I had like three quarters of a tank. Uh I, I don't know anything about cars. I don't know how to fix this. I have a Yeah, you don't even know child. what color your car is. I barely know what color my car is. I got a screaming child in the back. That's not even that bad of a thing. I gotta go to the bathroom. I can't like pro like I can't like call for help and wait like i'm gonna just wet myself it was just a nightmare after about the 20th key I, I was like i'm just gonna sit here and do this all day it was like dr, 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 dr. finally got it kicking for like a second and i just I shifted in reverse i'm like let's go i, I like peeled out of there i probably barely even looked behind me <laughs> thank god this works anyway the parking garage at uh one prudential plaza is uh at, you know the attendants there are very friendly uh, great staff. Uh, it is the worst parking garage. It took me 10 minutes to figure out how to exit. Yeah, I've parked in there. It's very confusing. It's a nightmare. How the hell do you get out? It took me forever. It took me forever. So I finally, fi literally 10 minutes. And it's like four levels. It's not yeah. even that big. Awful parking garage. Totally confusing. Really tight. So every time you got to turn anywhere, it's like one mile an hour. You know, like awful. Never park there. Ever. So I finally get out and uh, yeah. And then I, and then, and then, you know, you're on lower anything downtown. So Google is just like, yeah, forget it. That's not working. Forget it. Takes me to a construction site. Question mark. <laughs> no, I am somewhere on South water. Some, and then I, I turn into a thing and these two construction workers just start screaming at me and they're like, Whoa, they're trying to flag me down. And I just stop and they're like, back up, back up, get out of here, get out of here. I was like, first of all, there are no do not enter signs. Right. I know this because when I exited, I looked and read every sign there. Nothing said, don't come here. So I'm like, fine, whatever. All right, they screamed at me. And this is now I've been driving around the lower area of downtown Chicago for like 15, 20 minutes, having to go to the bathroom desperately with a screaming, crying baby. Like now he's at full meltdown mode, right? Like can't breathe. They're like... Oh no! He was like freaking out, and so it was total nightmare fuel. I eventually found my way to the highway and got the hell out of there. But then I had to spend thirty minutes 
having to go to the bathroom desperately. And then he immediately fell asleep too. So that was fine. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, but it, like, I literally didn't even care that he was like, I, I it was sad that he was crying, but I could live with that. Right. Just this, I, I literally almost just got out. Like I almost parked outside that construction site and just peed on a fence. I didn't yeah. care. I was going to die. Listen, sometimes you have to do things and I know people will say, I, I know it's illegal. I mm. know it's gross. Uh, I've, Is I've gone public urination. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, I've that way. I've had to do it in a parking garage before in a parking garage, in a parking garage. I go back behind, you know, between the car and the wall, you know, back, try to find a, a desolate place. And I'm like, there might be cameras in here. I don't know. I look around, but sometimes you just, you know, there've been times where I know I'm not going to make it up to the 18th floor or whatever floor, or I can't go in. It's, it's just, or I have to park and then walk a few blocks. I know I'm not going to make it. So sometimes you just listen. That's the that's the ease of being a guy, you know. And it, as long as I'll risk at that point, I'll risk getting caught. I will. I'll do it in as private as I can. I'm not going to just stand out in the middle of the aisle. Mm -hmm. I'll go tuck myself back in a corner behind a truck or something. Uh, but I'll risk it because it's better. It's better to risk it than uh, than not. You know. That was really cool. I had the worst. The, the closest, well, no, I've come close a couple of times, but one time I was with Molly when we were driving out to California and we were in the middle of Oklahoma and I had to go. I mean, I, and there were, I'm like, there's gotta be an exit coming up, right? With a gas, there's gotta be nothing, nothing in the middle of Oklahoma. And finally I'm like, oh my God. And I just pulled over and I ran down the embankment onto the, you know, into the grass and she's sitting in the car like, what, what's going on? And I'm like, Oh, well, you know, I had, I had to go. The worst so, state trooper experience I ever had. And state troopers are great. Yeah. They're so great. Like on the, they, like they're out, they got your back. You know, they only bust you if you're, you know, being really bad. But I, I drove Rockford to Des Moines, like pretty, pretty, really late. Actually, it was like the summer after I graduated, it was like 1am or something. I was really tired. It was like a six, five and a half, five to six hour drive, let's say. Okay. And I'm, uh, I, I swear to God, I was driving the speed limit the entire time. Not even normal for me, but I was literally at, or maybe five over, but like I was speed limiting. Right. Okay. And the whole time, all those hours and around like midnight, 1230, 12, 12, 1230, 1am, let's say I had like half hour to go. And I was really, really tired. I was just like, I have to get there. I need, like, I started cranking up music, you know, oh. like getting whatever snack food I had, like just, just fighting, fighting, fighting. I was like, I got to make it. I'm going to pass out. And then I started to have to go to the bathroom just so badly. And I was like, now, not only do I have to pass out, but I'm going to, I'm just going to die. So yeah. I started literally 20 miles, no, 15, 20 miles outside of Des Moines started going, uh, you know, 10 over. It was like 80 and a 70 or whatever. Uh, cop pulls me over. Oh. The most excruciating part of it was that the state trooper pulls me over and then I sit and I park and then I'm parked, exhausted, having to go to the bathroom. And he came over. He's like, blah, blah, blah. Yes, baby. I should have just told him. I should have just yeah. said, look, officer, I just drove four and a half hours at the speed limit. I'm really tired. And so for the in, in the interest of safety, I would like to 
reach my destination, not have to go to the bathroom at a rest station. Cause if I do that, I'm afraid I will like fall asleep. Uh, but no, I didn't really do it. I just kind of mumbled a lot. I was just so miserable and uh, like painful. And he gave me, I remember the look he gave me, he gave me this look like, what, what is this guy's deal? Yeah. What's going on with this guy? Yeah. So he, he I, I got a ticket. It was like a hundred dollar ticket or whatever. But I, and probably I if you like, told him that you really had to go to the bathroom, he might've, you might've just given you a warning. I, you know, and that, and that's the thing. And it, you know, between that and the sleepiness, right. Cause like a drowsy driver, if you're actually tight enough, you can drive as poorly as a drunk driver. Oh, trust me. I, I, that I believe a hundred percent from all my years on the road, driving home in the middle of the night. And yeah, no we've doubt covered, about it. We've covered scientific studies on, yes. on my podcast about it. Like it literally, your impairment, your level of impairment is that bad. So, you know, I, I didn't know this when I was in my twenties, you know, what the heck you, yeah. you can power through. And, and, and I was, I was, if I, if I thought it was going to put somebody in danger, I wouldn't have been on the road, but you know, two in the morning, you know, 30 miles outside of Des Moines, You're Iowa. that close. You know, Man. what the heck? Yeah. It's, it's fun. And the old, like the older I get, the more I, you know, the more I have to, the closer the intervals sometimes, uh, depending on if I, you know, what I had to drink and if I had coffee and it's like, Oh no. Uh, in the chat, Diane said, Cody, you should have played the diabetes card. I wasn't diabetic yet. Oh. I didn't have diabetes till way after college. Thank God. Yeah. I didn't have to deal with it. I, I wasn't, I didn't get diagnosed till I was like 27, 28. Good Lord. Yeah. You're a late bloomer. It came way late. Type one. It was very weird. We've been over this. This is very, yeah. we've been on this maybe in the past, I think, but yeah, I got diagnosed super late. It was very weird. It's not normal. There's no history of any autoimmune disease anywhere on either side of my family at all, including diabetes. It was very weird because supposedly type one is genetic, juvenile. Yeah. I don't check either of those boxes. So very weird. Did you take a lot of punches in the pancreas when you were a child? I drank a lot of Mountain Dew. Think that did it? Um, is there a causal connection? Is that of the steroids? I'm not sure. Because you know, Jack, <laughs> right? <sighs> yeah, you are. You are. A, you got the roid rage. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping. You know, I hope now. Like, I can make it. It depends. But like, usually, if I drive out to my mom's in the morning after I've had a few cups of coffee, by the time I get to her house, it's like, hi, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm just glad we started and ended this podcast with P. Yes. Listen, we like, and we planned it that way. That was mm -hmm. how it was laid out on the show rundown. Start with Craig uh, not eating anything in the ocean because he pees on it. And then uh, telling good, uh, painful urination story. Yeah. Where we almost, where we almost didn't make it. Yeah. The, the most embarrassing one, we, Debbie and I had gone out to, this was, this wasn't all that long ago. We were living in Frankfurt and we had gone out to dinner downtown and we were driving home and we were three minutes from the house and i couldn't there i i couldn't make it i was like oh my no so i pulled into this dark industrial park <laughs> just and i'm like i'm so sorry i'm so embarrassed i'm so sorry and i've done so many you know embarrassing things embarrassing. in the years yeah. we've been together she's like yeah whatever okay Probably would have been. She she'd much rather have me do that than wet myself in the car, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. So I don't know. So next week, you, this is going to be exciting. You and Craig with all your pre-planned bits, and you've got segments, and you know you might have eighteen guests. It's going to be a big show, really big show. 
we're going to do the like 25 to 30 minute thing we used to do on his radio show. And then we're just going to stare at each other and be like, all right, that's the show. <laughs> That'll be fun. And I'll do what Molly does every week. I'll listen back because that's what I forget what we talked about last week. And oh, I guess I hadn't told Molly that I had gotten an appointment for my mom and I to get my our vaccination. And she called Debbie all mad on uh, Saturday. I listened back to the quarantine cast on Friday and dad didn't even tell me he was getting the vaccination. I'm like, well, I thought I had told her first of all, but then I was like, oh, but she listens to the show and she listened all the way to the end because we wow. didn't talk about that till the end. Yeah. So awesome. thanks Molly for listening. <laughs> and that was fun. Well, yes, I will be, I will listen next week. Uh, I'll be sleeping when you guys Ooh. do it, oh, God. but well, we're doing, we're doing a long drive. Hmm. I'll spill the beans. We're going to, it's Mardi Gras time. Mm -hmm. And we're going down to Molly's because she has been in her house since she left our house. And we have been in our house since she left our house. And so we canceled, like we canceled the, the hotel and all, and the flight and stuff. And we're just going down for a couple of days because they've redone, you know, a lot of really creative people in New Orleans. And they've recreated and reimagined and pivoted on how Mardi Gras is going to be this year. So there's all these homes that have been decorated and turned into, they turn their homes into floats. They've decorated and everything. So That's we're right. going to go down there for a couple of days and uh, have some king cake and, uh, you know, see Walter, who Molly said the other day. I, I wonder what will happen when or if Molly has children because she takes Walter's misbehavior as a personal failure on her part. Hmm. Because I get she warning, there may be a slight uh, gentle profanity coming up. She called the other night all upset because Walter was being an asshole. That's, mm. that's what she tells Walter's being an asshole. I was like, why? What's he doing? Well, he's not behaving on his walk and he's uh, he's eating everything in sight and he's just he's not listening. He's being very stubborn. And we've been working so hard on training because she is she she works on training with him all the time. And I'm like, well, first of all, he's a Chihuahua Dachshund mix. And they, you knew when you adopted him, that breed is very, very stubborn. I said, plus, I've had our dogs for a long time. And some days, they're really bad on their walks, too. They're just, they're having a bad day. They're off. You know, some days they're really hungry and they want to eat nonstop. Other days, they don't want to eat at all. I said, they're dogs. You just, you know, you take care of them and it's fine. Well, but it looks like I'm a bad parent. I said, no, it doesn't. No, it's just, you know, your dog's having a day. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. just having a day. So I don't know. I told her, uh, she, sometimes she'll FaceTime me and let Walter see me. And so Ooh. I told him, I said, listen, Walter, yeah, you got to get your stuff together because pops is coming down. That's what they call me. Pops. Pops is coming down, Walter. So, <laughs> and I'm not going to put up with this garbage. So you better get your act together. I don't think he listened. I don't think he cares one way or another. Hmm. You know? Weird. Yeah. It's very strange. She's like, she's like, I, I took him out for 40 minutes and he wouldn't go to the bathroom. He wouldn't go to the bathroom. And I had a meeting. So I had to come in and I was five minutes into the meeting and he peed right in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. He's a jerk. <laughs> Yikes. Then she's, then she's talking to me, telling me this story and she's bringing him into the house and she carries him up the stairs and takes him in the house. And then he just lays down in the middle of the living room and will not get up and will not go in the kitchen. <laughs> Thankfully he's only 20 pounds. But uh, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna make a quick uh, quick run down to uh, 
to New Orleans for a couple of days, and uh, I will report back, and I will talk to you guys on the uh, the seventeenth. So you'll hold down the you'll hold down the fort on the tenth. It's very exciting. We'll see. We'll just try to have some fun. You know? I'm sure you will. You're both very so. funny, and I think I think uh, people will enjoy the show without me. Uh, my Budinsky methods. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. We'll keep All it right. Uh, listen. Every day, you must listen to Cody on the Curiosity Daily Podcast. It is part of the Discovery family of brands. And if you're feeling saucy, you can go uh, and subscribe to Discovery Plus, the brand new streaming service that uh, has, oh my goodness, the content, the programming. Unbelievable. But do yourself a favor, even if you're not doing that, which you should, go and listen to Curiosity Daily Podcast every day. Uh, Saturday, I will be on the uh, WTMJ radio station from 4 to 6 p.m., a little a shorty show on uh, Saturday. We'll uh, do some Super Bowl talk and uh, beer talk and all kinds of things. And then uh, Saturday, February 20th at 7, I am emceeing the Mutual of Omaha Mortgage uh, Trivia for a Cure to benefit the Leukemia Research Foundation. Uh, if you want to go to that, you can uh, register for that here. It's from 7 to 9 p.m. There are uh, prizes. There's a 50-50 raffle. There's all kinds of stuff. Uh, registration ends on the 13th, so you have this week to register for the uh, trivia. And I am not running the trivia, but I am there doing the raffle and uh, that kind of stuff. They have a professional trivia person who is running the trivia game. So a lot going on. As always, check out the uh, Facebook page. That's where all the information is. Go to uh, follow Cody on Twitter and Facebook and me on all those uh, things. Anything else you want to uh, plug? Anything else you got going on? No, that was about it. We have a huge guest coming on mm -hmm. Curiosity Daily. We're going to interview him in March. I'll give him more details when we get closer oh to that. Oh, my goodness. Is it Kid Rock? Oh, that'd be great. My name is Kid. You could be uh, Little Joe. No. Just be his hype man. No, I'm good. I'm good. Dude, the Joe Rogan interviewed The Undertaker. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Skip the first 20 minutes. They just talk about hip surgery. Garbage. Yeah. We don't like, literally, that. it's like Joe Rogan is like, hey, check out this YouTube video of an MMA guy. Look at that. Isn't that crazy? He had surgery, too. Isn't that crazy? So, wait, you had, you had surgery on your left hip or your right? Like, I like Joe Rogan sometimes, but, like, it's so bad. It was it, it actually made my wife angry. Really? She's on the car. And she's like, why am I listening to this? Like the Undertaker is like the most legendary professional yeah. wrestler, and like never time. did interviews. Right? N yeah, hasn't done interviews in like fifty years ever. Right? So it's like, oh my god! And they're talking about hipster. Like, come on, it's dumb. Uh, but it gets better. So just okay. Anyway, I don't know why I brought that up, but uh, I don't know. No, I have nothing to plug other than uh, yes, my podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, Who's yeah, your pick in the Super Bowl? What about the Super Bowl? Who are you picking? Kansas City I, or Tampa so Bay? Literally after the Packers were out, who I had money on, uh, I I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm not. I probably won't either. I think uh, I think Kansas City's gonna win though. There's my hot take. Uh -huh. Patrick Mahomes beats the old man Tom Brady. I, I mean, every like, if you don't hate Tom Brady, then just like unsubscribe. Come on, like, I mean, <laughs> come on. No, Tom Brady. Wow. It he's, took you this long to alienate people. You waited till no, the very Tom, end. Wait, you don't hate Tom Brady? I, I I don't. I have no feeling toward Tom Brady. I'm ambivalent toward Tom Brady. He's a smug, rich guy, and he's kind of a dick, uh, if I could say that. Uh, from everything I've ever heard him say. So, like, yeah. I, you know, I hate him. 
uh, as far as like me not really caring that much goes. But no, come on, Tom Brady, come on, come on. That is not an unpopular opinion, especially here in the Midwest. No, right? I listen. You are not. You are definitely not alone in that uh, in that thing. I just I don't care either way about him. So mm. you know, I admire the fact that he's forty three and it, it went to a team that had been lousy and basically willed them to a Super Bowl. But I think Patrick Mahomes and the Chief are a stronger team. Yeah. So I think they're going to go back to back. I remember my, uh, we had, I didn't watch a game of football with my wife the whole time I've been with her. And then the year Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl, she heard somehow in like the third quarter that they were down. It was like them against like the Eagles a couple of years yes. ago, right? Yeah. She some, somehow she got winded. They were uh, down and she's like, let's go watch. It was like we went to a bar to watch the last part of the Super Bowl. Like, the mo that is the most uncharacteristic thing that has ever happened in our like relationship. <laughs> and she was like, let's go because she wanted to see Tom Brady lose that. Bad and he did East coast. Right. So like, there's some history there. Yeah. 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 Crazy. And he did lose. He did. Very nice. And she was really happy about it. I was like, I didn't know you cared at all. She's like, I really don't like Tom Brady. I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess I don't either. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, have a good show next week. I will talk to you before that. So you have all the info and uh, thank you all for watching and for commenting and for supporting us. We appreciate that. Have a wonderful week and uh, enjoy the big game on Sunday. If that's your thing, if not, this is, you know, a, a year, the second year that we don't have to work on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, we usually have a show on Super Bowl we Sunday. We used to have Super, all the shows, not anymore, but oh, well. All right, Curiosity Daily Podcast, WTMJ on Saturday, 4 to 6. We will talk to you again next week. Thanks a lot. Have a great night. Bye.